Ask me about my wiener. Torg. Got the Torg Torgerson. Remember the old Playboys with the landing strip? So you would have to. I'm sure they asked someone or like said, what do you think I should do with the landing strip? Yeah. Elliot. Hello, Jerry. One time right? I was trimming and I tried uh, to do the male version of the landing. It just looked like Hitler's mustache. <laughs> like Hitler with a big nose. That's called a penis. Uh, I like you guys because every radio show I get booked on, I, you know, they're like, don't be vulgar. And you guys are vulgar, too. It's Torg and Elliot on QFM 96. Ah, the vulgar twins. Here we and are. And that's the way we start our work week. Yes. Not bad. On a Monday. How was everybody's weekend? Good, it was good, 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 good Torg. You were up uh, north, weren't you? Yes, I was. How'd the boys like it? How'd your one boy love his very first NFL game? Loved it. Getting in and out of that stadium is a pain in the ass, man. And no one knows what they're doing up there. Like, if you, because I had to go to a, I was, it was very nice that I got like a parking pass next to the stadium. So all I had to do was walk into the stadium. How'd you manage that? Just, you got to know people. Okay. Know people. Know people. Work with the Lions. Yeah. And this agent. (laughs) He's a mayoral candidate. Yeah. There you go. (laughs) Torg donated some money. Remember, I almost ran for mayor of Canal. Christy. Oh, and yeah, that, that garners you a lot of uh, favors. So there's four ways into this area, right? Okay. I go to the first Google Mac ver- ma- um, map version, right? Guy says, you can't go through here. Can't go straight. Turn around. So I turn around, and, and this is at 11. Game starts at 1. It's like 11.10. Scoot up, and you're battling through traffic. Stop and go. I turn around. The guy goes, nope, can't take it right here. I go, hey, your buddy right there just told me I can't. Nope, can't. Go two blocks down, take a right, then take another right. I go two blocks blocks down. That's cl- and it's stop and go. By this time, it's now noon, and I go. Well, the guy up there told me I could take a right. He goes, Nope, you can't. Go back up there. I go. I was just up there. He goes, No, that's the only. And I go, No. And so I ignored him. Went straight, took a right, tried to go kind of around, and then the guy goes, Nope, can't go here. So you couldn't even get to the lot that your pass yes. allowed so you then into. So then I fi- I finally said, wow. well, how? So then I went around well, that's Comerica. That's because you're in so close. Yeah, I went yeah. around Comerica, All like right. way around Comerica, like by the casino. And then there, there's only one way in, but I had to go all the way to the casino past Fox Theater, right? Which casino? Well, that's right across the street. Yeah. Yeah. And then take a right and then take an access road down. And I still didn't know all the way until I got there. And I could finally get in. It took me two hours wow. to park. And none of those people there, at least one lady at the end, I said, hey, is this the right way to get the pass? She goes, sir, I'm going to tell you the truth. I don't know what the hell's going on. And I respect <laughs> Thank you that. for being honest. <laughs> I respect it. I go, thank you. You're the only one who's given me an honest answer all day. <laughs> but wouldn't you, wouldn't you... Like, tell your people who are directing traffic or the traffic people. Especially it's the final game of the year. They should have it down by now, right? And especially for, like, the past people. Those are the people who, like, own the suites. Yeah. So what if it was, like, the owner of the Lions brother, like Mike Ford, Trying to get to a game. Maybe and they know the way because they use it every week. Maybe every Well, maybe he was week. out of town for Florida. Every home. Yeah, whatever. But whatever. It's, it's yeah. The way it is is you have to take the exit, two exits before Google Maps tells you to. 
And that's how you get to the certain parking area. But boy, what a! And I'm not ungrateful at all. I'm yeah, just, I always get off at MGM yeah. Grand Exit. That's the way to go. And then come in the kind of the back yes. way. Yes. But even if you go farther than that, any exit farther than the MGM Grand Exit, you're yeah, screwed. Right, yeah, right, right. It's just they have everything shoved downtown. You know, all the arenas, uh, That's why Caesars. the key is to go the day before, stay down there, and walk over. Yes. I was going to do that till yeah. I looked at the room rates. Yeah, it's crazy. 425 bucks. Oh, yeah. oh for a Lord. 550 Yeah, at MGM. for one bed. One bed, it was 425 and uh. they had no two beds at MGM. Yeah. Even the, uh, what's the other one? Uh, Hollywood Casino, or what's the other one? In Greek? Well, Motor or- City. Is there the Greek, Caesars, Greek Town? Greek Town. Greek Town. Greek Town was 500 bucks. Yeah, and that's not a good walk after the game. Yes. Before you're okay. But. Yeah. It was kind of. Yeah, yeah, a little hinky. Yes. Right. I know Detroit enough to know that Greek Greek Casino is kind of. Not far, but far enough. Yeah. Yeah. Just don't want to go in that right. area. <laughs> Whereas MGM's right up there by the. Yeah, and a straight shot. You yeah. can do a straight shot to the stadium. Right. But I got to show the kids Fox Theater, Fox which they had no idea cool. what it was. I said, guys, you got to Google this. You got to Google this theater. You know who's playing there in a week and a half? Tim Allen. Oh, wow. Yeah. Huh. Tim Allen's playing there. Yeah, it is good in the sense that the Comerica or Comerica. Comerica. LCA and Ford Field. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. Little, it, little triangle right there. Creates a huge traffic problem. Though. Yeah, yeah. And they only let you go one way on the highway, and you're heading north. So then if you're not to living get out? north, yes, to get out. Ooh. They only, one way. Everything else is blocked off, and they don't allow any, yeah. it's all coned off. Yeah, I've never done it. Yeah, so, and I don't know if that's the same for Tiger games. I don't know. But during the Lions game, they don't let you go south. Yeah, you can go south 75 right can there you? after a Tiger game. Yeah, you yeah. have to go north 75. And I, you know how when you go north 75, it's all splitting off everywhere? Right. So I just want to do you a don't U-turn. You want to end up in Port Huron. Yeah, I just want to do a U-turn. <laughs> and my Google's like, do a U-turn here? I'm like, I'm on the 75. Yeah, right. I can't do a U-turn. And then there's just so many different... And people in Detroit don't care. They're how just, is it? Yeah, they go. They're nuts. How yeah. is the? Uh, how is Ford Field, the stadium? Well, this is my third time there. Yep. So I've been there. Uh, I'll tell you this about the club good level. Good food. Good club. Yeah, you're in the club level. Top five club I've level never been in, in the there. NFL. Oh, in the whole stadium. I've never been in Ford Field. If you're in the bottom or upper, it's just another kind of yeah. nicer dome. Right. You know, no bells and whistles, just nice. But the club levels. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Nice. Yeah, club level's good. They did the club level right. So, and then you, where'd you stay Saturday night? Toledo. Toledo. Yeah, smart. I found like a Hilton suite, smart. and the room was immaculate. Yeah. For 125 bucks, right. I had like a living room and a bedroom area. So me and the boys like each had a bed. It's like 125 bucks. Sunday morning, hour up. Yeah. From Toledo. Yeah, I left at 10:15, thinking I'd get there yeah, early because we right. were supposed to meet Spielman. Sure. And didn't meet Spielman because I was driving till. Because he only goes up a half hour before the game, says hi to everybody. Then he's busy doing duties for the rest of the game. Yeah. So I missed that window because I was going to tell you, here, Spielman's coming. I go, dude, I'm like, this guy's telling me to go here. This guy's telling me to go there. 
Uh, so when did you get home last night? Eight thirty? No, seven thirty. Oh, oh, good. Boy, you made a good time. Yeah, because the Lions were kicking the crap out of them. It was not a ten-point game. Uh, it's not a bad drive. No, it's not. It's it easy. really isn't. Yeah. How Separate- long? Uh, three and a half from yeah. Canal. Oh, okay, okay. From Canal, But yeah. if you were living in, like, Westerville, 245 probably. Delaware, 240, yeah. you can do Oh, yeah, 240 in Delaware, yeah. for yeah. sure, because you're on 23. Right. Yep. Um. Yeah, easy peasy drive. Easy peasy. And how about we left when with you're, three minutes left, we got right out. When you're on uh, 23 and you're going up, right? Yeah. And you hit Finley, yeah. 23 to 15 there, and then you get a, you, you hit 75. You make that swing onto I-75 from 23, and it's five lane. It It moves. People are going nuts. It moves. You could easily go 85, 90 and not. Yeah, nobody blinks. No, but my my, um, little computer kept saying, speed check ahead, speed check ahead. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not even risking it. Yeah. Speed check ahead, like every five minutes. Speed, and then you see a copper there. They police yeah. that area, man. Yeah, they do. They get people. Yeah, every well, especially time you're twenty three. Yeah, you're driving on. They get you. Right. Like, and then they have on um, seventy five. Right when you cross, there's a cop station right there where they have. Yeah. You can put two cops side by right, side. Right. They get you, man. If you're right. speeding. You got busted there, right? Yeah, when I go home, I uh, you cross over on I-75, and if you stay on 75, you end up going downtown. It hugs the river. Yeah, there. yep, yep. Whereas I take 275 around the west. Oh, do you? And okay. then you're, you don't have to deal with the city at all. Oh, got you. Yeah. Kind of wise off there. Good stadium. Off. People were cool. Uh-huh. You could tell how people, because I've been there before and it's gotten out of hand, you could tell how it gets out of hand because there is a portion even though they're winning, of drunk guys who want to start stuff. Yeah. You know, and that's like with almost any stadiums like right. that. But there are a couple guys who are behind me drinking. Yeah, And they're yeah, pointing yeah. out the window, giving me the finger. And it's like, dude, I'm just driving to a game, man. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and they're swearing at me, pulling down their windows, yelling out yeah. the window. It's like, dude, <laughs> seriously? <laughs> How was Chris doing good? I didn't get to see him because I was doing good, right? Yeah, really good. So now the uh, so the Lions will host the Rams. Yep, next Sunday night without their star tight end because they wanted to play everybody. What was he still doing in there? I don't know. Yeah, the Vikings had nothing on the line. Boy, Jefferson had a good game. Yeah, he did. Boy, he's something else. He was so ticked off though because you could I could see the view. And after every play, because he's used to just throw me the ball and I'll catch it. Right. Well, this backup for it's our fifth quarterback. So he didn't want to throw unless he was open. And you could see Jefferson's body language just ticked off. Really pissed. He was really. Where uh, Where did Philly end up? So they're going to be. They lost again yesterday. Yeah, the Giants they? pounded They go to Tampa. Yeah. They'll Philly be, t- at Tampa. So yeah, Tampa won the South. Yeah. They'll wow. be Tampa. Yeah. Barker, Baker's back to right. being crap. I don't know. Philly looked terrible. Yeah, they got that, waxed by the Giants yesterday. Yeah, Dude, they did. Tampa beat Carolina 9-zip. End, no, I, end, I end, end of that. debate. End of debate. I get that, nine but zip. Philly just lost Arizona last who, week. Who cares? 9-zip Tampa. Panthers. Panthers are the worst team in the world. They trump Arizona. Now, San Francisco lost, but they didn't play anybody, right? Yeah. Yeah, they didn't play anybody. And Stafford didn't play in that for the Rams. Yeah. Carson Wentz looked good, though. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Yeah, it'll be good playoffs, man. NFL playoffs. And the Browns are in. How's that happen? Saturday games, Browns are in, yeah. How did that happen? Wow.
Yep. So Good stuff. At Browns are Saturday, In four Houston. o'clock Saturday yep. at Houston. Just Good had time. to sacrifice Ohio State for the Browns to be good. See what uh, Brandon says this Friday. I think, what was he on his picks? He was right on the Texans. He was right on the Packers. I tossed my sheet. I he, don't think I have it here. He was wrong about the Dolphins. Yep, I don't have it. I think he lost just one game. Yeah, because the Dolphins uh, lost, but they're they're in, in the wild. Yes. Yeah. I think he was... Hell, the Steelers are in. Yep. I think he was 3-1 and one, and then a game tonight he had Washington. So he was 3-1 and one, and could be 3-2 and two or 4-1. and one. And now today is uh, what they call Black Monday where all the coaching changes uh, Already happen. got fired Atlanta a guy already. Atlanta didn't even wait. Yeah, exactly. They did it last night. Well, did you see the end of that game? We'll talk. Get that cut in the hot five. That was some Bush League crap going on in that game. I've, I don't Atlanta, think Atlanta. Who were they playing? The Saints. The Saints. Okay. I don't think That's I've a ever. Good rivalry. I don't think I've ever seen that. Rich, have you seen that again? No, not, there was not like I've that. Never seen it. Not like that. Never seen this before in an NFL game. Shocked, quite frankly. Mm. I wanted to argue with Finkus on Twitter, but I, it was too late. I decided because Finkus yeah. was for it, and I'm like, uh, open that can of worms. Yeah. I'm like, dude, that's never – I don't even know if that's happened in the league where I've seen that before. Oh, good team. So, yeah. I've never seen a team run a play out of that set. Yeah, ever. Huh. Ever. Kemper, how was yes. your weekend? Uh, no, it was good. Boys um, are down here talking football. Well, that's okay. No, took the kids out to a nice dinner. I told you as we were leaving on Friday. And, and I guess I got a question. So we went to 3rd in Hollywood, which is great. Nice little trendy spot there yeah, in Grandview. Took spot. the kids. You know, sit down. We, we kind of dressed up. I guess it always assumes if it's a table of four, it's one check. Because <laughs> when the check came, it was pushing $400. Well, and yeah. I looked at it and went, well, I guess I'll take care of it. But the kids, they had every intention of paying for their own. But when you got four people, and I guess you don't say anything ahead of time that, hey, by the way, two separate checks. And you get handed one. How was the food, though? That's oh, a pretty good restaurant. Oh, the food was delicious. Yeah, yeah. Well, the kids got steak. I got a salad. So. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> And then after that, back to, you know. $400 wanted... salad. Yeah, well, yeah. And Damn. then after that, we got went back to Grove City and went to uh, a place, a little uh, microbrewery type thing, and uh, played Euchre. They had a bunch of playing cards and board games. So Jimmy didn't have a gig? No, because no. he's because okay. the next six weeks, every Saturday for the next six weeks, he's playing. Okay. So this I, was our only weekend out. I did the tops with another couple. It was 800 bucks with tick, tip, and it wasn't worth it. It wasn't that type well, of meal. Four at the top, yeah. And we got wine and everything yeah, and right. drinks. Well, but see that we had a bottle of wine each, and then you know the kids got their meal. You know, Jimmy and I got ours. I mean, it was it, with tip and everything. It was pushing four. Was it worth it though? Yes. Mine was not worth it. The, the atmosphere, yeah. everything, the food was outstanding. Uh, service was great, but was again, it just was to, it to, packed. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. We, we had to make reservations. Well, right, right. yeah, they open if they don't open till four thirty. So sure. we made reservations for five. So you're in again, and huh? it's and it's so funny because they got the valet parking, or you could have parked a long way away and then walk. Yeah, you know a what a pain in the area. ass yeah. that Grainview is as far as parking. Yeah. So they got valet parking, and they literally take the key and they move fifteen, not even fifteen feet, like ten feet. <laughs> That's where they park the car. Really? Yeah. 
Get a bird there. No. Yeah. No, no, that's okay. I'll give you my $10. That, yeah. No, $5 to park and then a $10 tip. So, oh, that's yeah, funny. when you add up the whole, but no, it was fun. I mean, you know, to hang out with the kids, nice thing like that. Good dinner, good atmosphere, good discussion. Well, I saw Oppenheimer over the weekend. What'd you think? I'll give you my take on that a little bit later. The I Golden saw it. Globes were last night. Do you have those results? Because I didn't, I can't watch that Hollywood. Yeah, show. I've got the results. All right. Taylor Swift. No one got cares. Angry. Oh, she Taylor gave she given the stink eye. She was given the stink eye. The joke was right on, though. Well, of course it was, but <laughs> she just wasn't happy about it. Yeah. Well, you're dating a football player. You're going to get jokes on it. Who, they didn't she even have a host it. two weeks ago, right? I yeah. Mean, they were Ten days ago. She thinks she's above the comedy, right? That's her thing. She thinks she's above that because I'm Taylor Swift. You can't. You can't joke about me anymore. Chris Rock told jokes on Oprah. Right? Yeah. Good I think, think Ricky Gervais was in a uh, hosting. Mm-hmm. He'd have really gotten there. Oh, absolutely. Well, busy oh. show for you. We got uh, a lot of stuff. We got John U. Bacon coming on. They're playing. Oh, that's tonight. right. There's a game tonight. Yeah, there is. Hmm. Sal's Rock Report. We already gave away our tickets. Sorry. You got to listen early this week for our tickets. And Michael Evans replay next. From your Sears Heating and Cooling Weather Center, providing the perfect temperature in your home, locally owned, headquartered, and staffed for nearly 75 years, SearsHeatingAndCooling.com. Clouds today, got a high 38, chance of rain overnight, possibly mixed with snow, a low 32, and then rain and a lot warmer for Tuesday and a high 50. It's 29 right now. Well, ODOT went into major overtime to get a portion of I-70 reopened just in time for your Monday morning rush hour after a weekend accident. Portions of 70 West and South 4th Street, they were shut down. This is when a semi-truck that was hauling a large excavator what struck the 4th Street Bridge over I-70 late Saturday afternoon, causing some major damage. Uh, having the construction crew nearby allowed the department to speed up the repair timeline. Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin admitted to Walter Reed uh, National Military Center, Medical Center, last Monday uh, because of complications following uh, an elective medical procedure. So the medical crisis itself was not the issue, except that senior officials at the National Security Council weren't even told this guy was in the ICU until three, three days after he was admitted. And among those who weren't told was Deputy Secretary of Defense Kathleen Hicks. She was in Puerto Rico, and she wasn't told, hey, by the way, when he's out of commission, you're in charge. She wasn't told until Thursday. Uh, President Biden reportedly exasperated uh, at not being informed, even though, of course, the White House is standing behind Austin. How how do you know he wasn't informed? He probably forgot. Well, (laughs) we told you. Uh, in the hospital for 14 days and had a corn pop. <laughs> <laughs> That's not hyperbole, folks. Did you hear Trump's impression of Biden yesterday? No. It was, yeah. I'll, I'll see if I can grab it for Hot Five. This guy. Oh, just a little too much. Okay. So tonight, the NC2A football national champ will be crowned. Number one, Michigan, taking on to Washington at uh, NRG Stadium in Houston, Texas. Kickoff 730. It'll be broadcast on ESPN. Michigan has the edge, four and a half point fave and the over under sitting at 56.5 total points between both teams this is horrifying imagine you're on a jet when a door blows out mid-flight that's exactly what happened on an alaskan airlines flight on friday it was en route from portland oregon to ontario california had 171 passengers on board six crew members so the boeing 737 it had reached a maximum altitude of 16,000 feet before what has been referred to as a plug door blowout. 
The FAA is now temporarily grounding certain 737 MAX 9 aircraft. Now the door, it was found last night in someone's backyard in Portland, Oregon. Could you imagine? Yeah. (laughs) yeah, That had hurt. Yeah, the airline, you know, kind of downplayed the whole situation. But I guess people who were on board said, yeah, it was horrifying. Hey, but they got a uh, free drink next time they fly. Ah, a free bag of nuts. Exactly. QFM 96 Kemba Financial Credit Union traffic again. Uh, 70 West is reopened downtown after that bridge was struck over the weekend. Injury accident right now blocking the right lane of 270 East. The exit 2315. Is your roof ready to fight the winter elements? RCS Columbus, the premier roofing and siding company in central Ohio with over 30 years experience. You name it, we do it. RCSColumbus.com. Ohio owned. Ohio proud. Here are your hot five cuts for this Monday. Golden Globes last night. Joe Coy is your host. Went off script a little bit. Uh, you guys tell me. I, I didn't watch the whole monologue. I know he ripped uh, Taylor Swift and she was unhappy. She had resting bitch face. Apparently. But here's a, here's a little bit of the monologue. The key moment in Barbie is when she goes from perfect beauty to bad breath, cellulite, and flat feet. Ah, or what casting directors call character actor. (laughs) Some I wrote, some other people wrote. Robert De Niro's here. Yo, I got the gig 10 days ago. You want a perfect monologue? Yo, shut up. You're kidding me, right? Slow down. I wrote some of these, and they're the ones you're laughing at. Look. (laughs) <laughs> Throw wow. the other writers under yeah, the bus. Yeah, so it's all the other oh, writers' yeah. fault. It doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's what's his name, Joe, Joe Coy. Coy. Joe Is he a thing? Coy. We had him in studio. You were out of town. You were gone. It wasn't. Okay. It wasn't good. I don't think I know. No, him. our old yeah. producer Skeggs loved him and assured me he was going to be great. And then when he came in, it was uh, not so much. Um... What was right. this joke about Taylor? Well, okay. This joke about Taylor Swift with the NFL. She'll get more. Uh, they'll show her more on an NFL Sunday than they will at the Golden Globes. Oh, <laughs> yeah. All right, number two, Trump was at it again over the weekend. Here he is, guys, in uh, Newton, Iowa. And uh, he's doing a little uh, Rich Little look out. Here's an impression of Joe Biden. I could read that teleprompter all day long. Biden can't even read the teleprompter. The other day, Matt... He's given a, a thing. He's a news conference because he hasn't had one in about six years or something. Can't have it. You can't have a news. So he picks a. He goes, Bill from NBC. NBC. Over. Ah. Uh. So the guy asks him a very simple question, like about vanilla ice cream. <laughs> but then they actually asked him a question about a border or something. So he goes. They ask him a question, Bill from NBC. They ask him a question. Um, the border is very strong. Uh, it's very normal. And things are going very well on the border. Oh, thank you very much for the news conference. Thank you. And then he walks into a wall. Yeah, he was picked up a notebook like he was reading verbatim. Oh. And yeah. Boy, we have. Trumpers in Iowa. I think Vivek is gonna Vivek is gonna win the uh, on the fifteenth. I think I'm gonna be coming. You up think so? Holiday. I do. I think he's gonna win Iowa. 
I think with these two guys running, I'm going to become a drunk. I'm going to drink straight bleach from the bottle. And poor DeSantis, no matter what goes on, he just can't. No momentum. Yeah. Yeah, but you know. He did at the beginning. I think he just, uh, still, I think he entered too late. He waited too long. No, he was. No, he should have when the iron was hot, especially after what went down in Florida with the weather and everything else and how he came together. He should have declared then he waited too long. He's the only one untarnished. I think it's perfect for him because he wasn't going to win anyway. People hate Haley. People think Vivek is kind of out there, and he's kind of Haley's neutral. Ga- gaining though. She's got nothing. Yeah, she's nothing. And so DeSantis is going to leave. Partner, you know, be buddies with Trump again, and then in four years he'll be back. Exactly, and yeah. he'll be in the news cycle uh, as governor well. of Florida. Absolutely. All the time for the next four years. Yeah, you're right. I don't know if this was a win-win for him, but it wasn't. He's not getting tarnished like Well, he's gaining a lot of experience. Yes. He'll be like Ted Cruz, but he'll actually get to run next time. Yeah, and Trump didn't call out his dad for assassinating (laughs) JFK. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what happened there. (laughs) Cut number three. If you missed it over the weekend, ESPN issued an apology to Jimmy Kimmel because he needs his ego stroked. Maybe at Epstein Island, something else was stroked. I don't know. Not saying I know. Cut number three, though. Pat McAfee is accusing ESPN executive Norby Williamson of sabotaging the show. We're very appreciative, and we understand that more people are watching the show than ever before. We're very thankful for the ESPN folks being very hospitable. Now, there are some people actively trying to sabotage us from within ESPN. More specifically, I believe Norby Williamson is the guy who is attempting to sabotage our program. (laughs) Yeah, he went in deep with Norby. it, man. Norby, Norby Williamson, is he the big guy at ESPN? I guess so. Now? I guess and so. He's not a Pat McAfee fan. Wow. I guess the big thing over the weekend too, and I tweeted on this, is they had the World Juniors, right? The hockey juniors, and Team USA won, and Canada's showing it, right? Canada's showing, and they're lined up, and they're singing. All the boys, USA boys, are lined up, arm in arm, singing the national anthem. All right. One network showed it all, the Canadian network. One network didn't show a second right when the guys were singing. Let's shut the feet off. Really? Yep. How about that? If you don't think it's political at ESPN, and if you don't think they have agenda, they hate. There's a lot of people who hate the McAfee show because it's not PC and they're not following the rules. Right. At ESPN, you follow the rules. And if you don't follow the rules, they will try to sabotage you and get you fired. And McAfee's not following the rules. And that's why this guy, Norby Williams, well, is know, trying to torpedo is, which him. Which is shocking because if you're ESPN and you give Pat me, you knew what you were getting. That's why you hire But him. you don't have to like it, though, if you're some of the executives. Exactly. They don't like it. But when you give a guy a show to do what he does, don't be shocked when he does what he yes. does. That's what he does. But their thought is. He's going to be gone. It he'll is. Be, he'll be on Fox in a year. Do you remember the Barstool thing where Barstool lasted like a week on ESPN Correct. and they ended the agreement? Same thing here. This Norby Williamson guy and other people behind the scenes want to torpedo this show. Aaron Rodgers was the final straw. Aaron Rodgers said something they didn't like. He's anti-vax. ESPN doesn't like that. He's causing more problems for them. Yeah. Let's get rid of McAfee. Right. He's the biggest thing on that network. Don't you think? Yeah, you know what uh, A.J. Hawk had to say about it, don't you? 
<laughs> exactly. <laughs> he's like one of the he's like that Marx brother that never talks. I would like to Harpo? see Harpo. Yes, thank you. I would like to see their fines every like just a detailed list of their fines in that show. If you ever watch it, they're just effing and jeffing all show long. I over think the air. I think in their mother booth they have like a twenty second delay though. But it's just not can, on TV. No, it's on TV. I've no, seen. I know it is on TV, but oh, on yeah. the radio they have a. Oh, on the. Yeah, because it's on ESPN2 yeah. on TV, so, so they get away with it. Oh, oh so sure, it doesn't air sure, on the radio sure. side. It doesn't of, ra- air on the radio side. That's why side. I was curious. I was like, man, they just go off. There's some awkward pauses on the radio side, <laughs> <laughs> like for 20 seconds. <laughs> all right, clip number four in your Monday Hot Five here, guys. Let's go all the way back to 1983 Cinderella. They're a Philadelphia band. They're just kicking around working the clubs while they're a big fan of a late-night chili dog place. They did a TV commercial for Pat's Chili Dogs, Cinderella. Pat's Chili Dog, <laughs> Cinderella. That <laughs> is funny. Tom I'm gonna have Keeper to... says they have the video. It's so funny. The, I'm looking at the video right now. Oh, how great is that? Oh, that it is. Oh. Not, <laughs> as, not as good as the Rolling Stones song. They, they had some big hair, those. Yeah, yes. <laughs> Pat's Chili Dogs. Pat's I, Chili I, Dogs. Maybe Junkyard Dogs could hire Cinderella. Or Gypsy Kings. Or Gypsy, <laughs> yes, right. There you go. <laughs> Cut number five. This was some Bush League stuff going on at the end of the Falcons and the Saints game. Saints were crushing the Falcons, had the ball at the goal line, and they're running out the clock, and they were set up in victory formation. Unwritten rule of football, if someone's in victory formation, you don't tackle anyone. They just rule it down, and they blow the whistle, and they just wind the clock to run out the run out the time. Right. But the Saints did victory formation and ran a play and scored a touchdown. Arthur Blank was fuming, the coach of the Falcons. Dennis Allen said this after the game. The Saints. And I'm going to start off by apologizing to Arthur Smith and the and the Falcons. Um, that was not a play that we intended to run down there to finish out that game. That's not who we are. That's not how we operate. Uh, we should have taken a knee. So uh, I want to apologize to them because um, look, we're all like it, it, it's we got a good rivalry, um, and it, and it's a heated rivalry. Um, but there's a way we go about doing our business, and I wasn't happy about that. Now, one, there's so, so why did they run it? Uh, because Jamal Williams hasn't scored a touchdown all year, and they overruled the coach. They said we overruled the coach. Yeah, all the players he, in the, the huddle. The coach called the victory formation the players' yes. little mutiny on the yes. field and ran a play. Now, if I'm running the Woo. Saints, Jameis Will, uh, Winston and right. Jamal Williams are not back next year, and I don't know what their contract statuses are, yeah. but both of them would be out the door. And I would terminate with cause. That way, I wouldn't have to pay any bonuses right. or any salary cap. Right. I would. I would cut them both. I don't give. If you're not listening to the head coach and you're going rogue, because the thing is, is people say, "Well, they should have stopped it." Well, on the victory formation, if they would have tackled Jameis Winston, that would have been a penalty. They would have been fined. So how do you stop it? Because you're not allowed to touch them. So what are you going to tackle now? Yeah. You're, you're opening up a can of worms, man. Boy. With that. 
This is on now a lot of people, the old school people are saying, yeah, you got to stop now. This is on the Saints. You don't do that. Yeah. So the players are thinking final play, final game. It's not a close game. We're already. Yeah, we're already getting our. Yes. Let's just stick around. Let's Let's give Jamal a touchdown. Yeah, right. He hasn't scored all year. Let's give him the ball. It's like the water boy goes into the game and you let him score a touchdown, but they never let the other team know about it. Blank, furious, and then gets fired immediately after the game. Mm -hmm. Wow. Arthur Smith. Blank's the owner. Yeah, Blank's the owner. But but that would be, though, Rich the water boy going in, but them not knowing the water boy could grab the ball and score. Like them not telling them about it. Yeah, well, you don't. You that's a play where you just don't touch the other guys. Yep. That's unbelievable to me that James Winston that. said at the a reporter asked him about it after, and he said the whole team talked about it in the huddle, and they all decided the offense decided to get Jamal Williams a touchdown because of how much Jamal yada 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 yeah, yada. Well, really, yeah. it's the quarterback. But it's so it's they the do the little uh, bunched up around the center, and then they ran a play. He was literally right oh. behind the guard. And he just handed him the ball. <laughs> yeah, dove into the end zone. Bush League. That's why I hate the Saints. Was They're one of my New least Orleans favorite teams. Or in Atlanta. That was in Atlanta. I believe so. I wasn't. Uh, I was. Boy, I, bet the I was fans at a game. Went so. nuts. I saw the play. Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah. Arthur. It was 41-17. They yeah. were going right, to. Right, right, right. And that's BS. That yeah. is so Bush wow. League. And I, if I'm another coach in the NFL, I don't bring Jameis Winston in. I don't need a coach or a quarterback call mutiny when I call a play. Yeah. He might have. He probably didn't. But that kind of torched his career, maybe, if it's that he won't go be able to pick where well, he wants. The, yeah. You think Bill Belichick, if he needs a backup and Jameis Winston wants to come to the Patriots, no. you think Bill Belichick signing that dude? No way. Right, right. Any coach with balls would say, that dude's not playing with yeah. me. The Bears going to keep Justin Fields, Torn? I don't think so. He said goodbye after Did the game. He? Yeah, I think he is. Uh, I think they're going with Caleb Williams. I think he's hoping that they go with Caleb Williams. Yeah. They're yeah, because I think Justin Fields in Atlanta might be a pretty good uh, move. I'm a Vikings fan. You, I'll give you a second round pick for Justin Williams. Yeah, Justin Abs- Fields or yeah. Justin Fields. Yeah, absolutely. He because he's going to be a second or third round pick because he doesn't. It's his last year. But what a pick up there. The Bears are horrible. Don't blame him for the Bears, right? Right. And then you get Caleb Williams, and you got to start all over all, yeah. with your crappy team. Right. 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 Serves him right, and that's your hot five. Your Kemba Financial Credit Union traffic still working this injury accident that is blocking the right lane of 270 East. The exit right there to 315 in the cleanup stages. Good news, however, 70 West has reopened downtown after that bridge was struck over the weekend. No problem getting through there. This look at traffic is brought to you by the Original Mattress Factory. Their mission is simple. They hand-build high-quality mattresses in their local factory. They sell those mattresses directly to their customers so they can eliminate the middleman. Go to OriginalMattress.com to see the OMF difference for yourself. News is brought to you by Borgata Pizza Cafe. This year, give them what they really want, a gift card to Borgata Pizza in Worthington. New York-style pizza, homemade Italian specialties. That's Borgata Pizza, Dublin Granville Road in Worthington. So, Jerry, you said you saw Oppenheimer over the weekend. Oppenheimer and Succession, they were the big winners at Sunday's Golden Globes. Oppenheimer took home five, including Best Motion Picture Drama, Best Director, uh, and Acting Honors for Cillian Murphy. So on the TV side, Succession walked away with four trophies, including Best TV, Series Drama, and Acting Honors for Kieran. what was that? I'm sorry. Okay, so Succession was on the TV side. Oppenheimer was the big winner. You said you saw Oppenheimer. I saw it about two weeks ago. Interested to get your take on it. Uh, Poor Things was the surprise winner. 
Best Picture, Musical, or Comedy beating out Barbie. And uh, Emma Stone, who's the star of Poor Things, beat out Margot Robbie for Best Performance by an Actress. Barbie was, however, honored for cinemata- uh, cinematic and box office achievement after finishing 23 as the highest grossing movie of the year. So the Bear didn't win anything? Uh, not they that I saw. Six no, they lost to the Packers. They didn't the, cover. Uh, the Bear. Yeah. They yeah, didn't. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I won the bet, though, but yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, Oppenheimer was uh, was definitely the big winner of that so, last night. Torg, this movie, Oppenheimer, I thought, yeah. I don't know what I was thinking, but as your three-hour plus movies go i was thinking of the leo movie the flower moon right yeah yeah it won a couple i forgot that oppenheimer is all of that exactly so oppenheimer you watch and it's a great film i mean the cast alone with matt damon uh, robert downey jr does a great job he steals the show really he He won by the way best supporting actor i was told you could eliminate the first hour no i would say the opposite i would eliminate the final hour oh okay yeah, good movie. It, yes, it builds. It's it's a it's a crazy cool glimpse into history, and what abs actually went down. And it's so unfair. The Cillian Murphy who plays Oppen. It's a great film, but it builds. And then Chris, don't you think they should have just ended it when they did the testing at Los Los Alamos? I thought that that's the, where it the was going to end. Yes, and, and it was successful. And then you could have done, and it was a two hour and ten movie. It builds, and then it kind of climaxes there. And then there's another hour about uh, how the he government was railroaded. He was screwed him over. Oppenheimer he had to clear his fact. name. I mean, it was and horrible. It was McCarthyism. You could have just ran a scroll while the, the mushroom cloud, they could have shown that. You know what I mean? And then yeah. gave a recap yes, what happened after. Yes, it was successful, yes. and then done a little Star Wars-type scroll about... And then the guy, you know what I mean? And yeah. that's that's the end of the movie. And but while it was, was like, it was, it was long, for me, it went and it quickly. It for me. Did it ruin it for you? Okay. That, that third hour did. Would it, I it hate it? Just, I'd hate it. Oh, you, I, yeah. Torg would hate it, yes. In the words of the great Shannon Sharp, don't do it, Skip. Yeah. Don't do it, Skip. <laughs> I like long movies if they're good, if it's worth it. I thought it moved yeah, right I along, see, and I didn't. I, I didn't you. mind the ending, but I was kind of disappointed by the way it was handled. And and there, you know, 1947, 1950, Cal Berkeley, full of communists. I mean, you go, wow, nothing still is, isn't nothing's it? Nothing's <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. Not, you think that all that we're experiencing today is is all new and everything? Nope, and not so much. Yeah, it gets into McCarthyism. Yes, yes. it's a really good film. Well, some of uh, people's worst nightmares came true. We'll tell you about it after Aerosmith. Kind of hot. This could be your worst nightmare. Uh oh, Christy, you're a I've go, go ahead. Roller coaster person, right? You jump on a roller coaster. Oh, it meaning okay, not my emotions, but <laughs> you're actually talking a physical roller yeah, coaster. Yeah, you go and you go to a roller coaster. You jump on. You're at Kings Island. You jump on the roller yeah, coaster. Yeah, I, I could. St- yeah, yeah. my wife loves them. Yeah, I, I, I do like them all day long. Me, not Mine so much. Too. This was happening live during our show on Friday. We just didn't get to it live. Live report. It was like breaking news. All right, these people in Australia were stuck. This was at a DC. Uh, they the the roller coaster was called the DC Rival, and it was like a Marvel okay type Warner Brothers Studios, Warner Brothers Movie World in Australia, right? And they jump on this in this roller coaster called DC Rivals. Jump on it. And I don't know how, for the life of me, they allow this person on. 
but they had a scarf on. Oh, oh, God. And the scarf got stuck in the tracks, and they were stuck on the roller coaster, like right kind of cranking up to the top on a slant, like almost to the top. Yeah. And they got stuck on the roller coaster, and they were stuck there for hours and hours and then they had to bring up crews and try to get this scarf. They have to get they ha- oh man off the roller coaster. I'd lose my you know what. And it was going Maybe on you for just a while. Slow deep breaths, stare up at a cloud and well, I mean what do you do? That is a nightmare. You want to talk about a major panic attack if that were to happen. Yeah. I mean, honestly. And you're strapped in. But then if you do, if you allow that panic attack, then you're screwed. Yeah, yes. Because there's nowhere to go. You can't. You but I'm doing can, irrational things like trying to climb out. That and flight. Yeah, right. That's how you die. I could tell you firsthand, though, you can't. It's hard to. Once it happens, you got to. Oh, well, of course. In your head, I've been taught you have to tell yourself it will pass and just let it go. And, and, just, do, and, and do do and do breathing and close your eyes. What do whatever you got to do? You have to, but it, just know in your head it will go. Wow. But you're locked in though. Those on those roller coasters, so you're tr- you can't move and jump off. Yeah. Was yeah. this a roller coaster that had like a loop where at least they weren't trapped upside I just, down? I just have yeah. a. Pic- I'm sure it does. But this is just a picture of the pictures I have is just a steep climb and a drop. Right. And they are like either on the down end of the yeah they're on the down end. So they just climbed up. Well, that's better than being on the up. Yeah. Better Actually, on a decline than an incline. Oh, Somebody definitely went to the bathroom. Yeah. Oh, sure. well, have you ever seen those videos uh, from people's phones where they're on that stand-up roller coasters that do Oh, that's called loops, the Superman, right? Flips. And, uh, I mean, you're standing. Yeah. That sounds Well, that that awful. was the Cobra. That was the, yeah, the Cobra thing King's at King's Island, Island oh. that was the stand-up roller oh, coaster. Yeah, I've been on that. That's uh, And that's yeah. long gone. Did and you then, do that, Christy? I did. I did the stand-up oh. roller coaster. And it's a weird feeling. And then there, I think down in Orlando, they did have the Superman where you Superman. are laying. Yeah. You're laying on your stomach. Okay, you let you lay like you're Superman, like you're flying. That's the way you're strapped in. And then there was the bat at Kings Island. Remember that where the Batman? Where you there's s- the Batman. Well, there was this was called the bat. It wasn't the Batman, but long time at Kings Island, uh, it was just the bat where you were hanging upside down. I think it's the Batman you're hanging upside down. Okay, and it's the opposite of a roller coaster. Then Spider Man, you're kind of laying, or the Superman, you're kind of laying. I've been on all those. All right, but yeah, it's just weird. See, I was scarred as a kid when I got, remember that story, Christy? Uh, I told it years ago about when I got caught in that StarCraft pop-up camper. Yes, where, oh. Guys, I'm telling you, I was in like third grade. I was going to scare the little kid down the street. I was young, and it's the one of those fold-up, Canvas out the side. Yeah, the pants on the side. And you, you thought, what a great hiding place, yeah, right, Jerry? Like one of these. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it was all folded up and closed. And I got in where the, I, I opened the back like door of it underneath where the canvas folds into. And I got in there and I pulled it closed. And I was going to pop out and scare this little kid down the street. <laughs> and I closed that damn thing and. It locked behind me, and I think I was in there. How many hours? I was in there, yeah, a couple. By yourself? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, my buddy Tommy Minchu was on the other side of it, and I couldn't see him He because there was a door on each end, Uh-huh. and he was on the other side, and we were in there for a couple was, hours, two Was and it and summertime? Hours. Was it hot? Was it summertime? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and they had uh. little air holes in each four corner, and I remember it was like the size of a quarter. 
and I kind of would put my eye or my mouth up to that <laughs> like I was going to suffocate. And I wasn't going to suffocate, yeah. I mean, looking back. But you're yeah. a kid, right? But you're claustrophobic. I and mean, it's a tight space. You 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 think mentally you, you, you go, no, it's going to be okay. We'll get out. And then after so long, you think maybe I'm not, we're going to die in here. And then even though there was that hole, and you, so we, I was breathing through that hole, and that scarred me. Yeah. That's why I can't imagine, uh, well, I don't want to go too dark here, but that's why I don't want to be buried. Really? When you die, because then you're, think of that. I can't, the mentally, I just can't, I know you're not there, you're dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But the idea of it's being just a shell. in a closed box in a hole, I, I just can't do it. Opposed to ashes? Yeah. You'd rather you'd rather, rather be cremated. Be ashes yeah. spread out on a lake or in the woods. And gotcha. I've told my wife, like, if we go the burial route, I need a phone in there just in case I come back. Yeah. Oh, God, you guys. Freaks me out. Well, grave robbers will tell you you're okay. But You're that claustrophobia, <laughs> that's a real deal. That's a thats a thing. Oh, That dude. scarred me. Eight. I don't have it really bad. Like, I'm not like you, Torg, yeah, in, a, in an elevator or... I have it bad. I hate elevators. Yeah. I can't do the crappy... I could do the good elevators that move quick. You know what my nightmare See, is? an elevator, you could just sit on the floor in a corner, though. It's An elevator's got... You have some space. Yeah, but you're stuck forever in you an elevator. Nah, space. you really don't, though, in some of them. Have you been stuck in an elevator before? Yes. Eight two one ninety six ninety six. Let us know where you're trapped. Yeah, remember when he pried the doors yeah. open and so, almost got cut in half? This, <laughs> no, seriously. Yeah. This Lord. was uh, after my sports show, and we were leaving the shows. Me and my partner and a pregnant lady. She was nine months pregnant. We get in the elevator, and the elevator stops, and no one is in the building. We did the night show at the time. There was no other show, and everybody left the building. Maintenance guy's gone. That you're you're hitting the you know button the emergency and no Nothing. one's and we get on the phone phone's not working you know they have the phone in there and there's no one on that yeah, damn phone right right so we could have been there and the pregnant lady she was nine months she was due like in a week so she's freaking out Before a little bit cell phones no 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 this is cell phones but okay. we're trying to get the cell phone signal yeah, and right. you're working on it and I was I was about had it we we're sitting in there and I start. Getting my, you've seen it, Jerry. I have. I turned in the Incredible Hulk, and I pulled open that elevator, and because we were trying to, my partner tried to pull open the doors and couldn't, and I like move aside. I took it and just like lifting a car up from like your loved one, and pulled it open, and there was just a little bit. We are stuck in between floors. There's a little bit open on the top, like a little bit, and he goes, "Dude, you can't." If this thing goes, you're going to get split in half. Yeah, right. I jumped in there with my fingers. I don't know how I did it. And I heaved myself up, slid through there. And when I slid through, the door shut and the elevator went and dropped down. Oh, see, that is my worst fear is trying to do that and thinking you're going to get cut in half. I'll just stay put. I didn't even think about I'll it. I just was stay in put. a panic situation. Fight and or I was, flight or what do they yeah, call that? Yeah. yeah. And the pregnant lady was losing her mind. Like, because I was losing my mind. Well, sure. Because sure. we were both trapped in there. Everybody was trapped in there. How big was, was it? A standard? I mean, an elevator. Small elevator. Fight. Small elevator. If you saw three people in there, you'd probably go, all right, maybe I can squeeze in there four, five. Rich knows. Because our old elevator uh, at two nationwide, oh. where the station was, that was a pretty big elevator. It was a pretty big elevator, oh, but it never dozen. really. You get 12, 15 people on that. Okay. Oh, it was that right, elevator? Kepper? Yeah. Well, yeah, you could, but I mean, it that was, was a, that was a big downtown building. There were a bank of six, six elevators, three, three on, each, on side. each side of the hallway. 
Yeah, uh, those were pretty. I don't. Big. They were big, but I don't think. I think maximum maybe you could fit ten in there, eight to ten. The but Cleveland if, Avenue one was always breaking down. That's why I would never take it. Cleveland well, Avenue. I'm the Cleveland Avenue great. elevator was always breaking down. You'd park down below. Yeah, right. right. And it was always breaking yeah. down. Well, the, like, the, the elevators the that yeah. the elevators yeah. that we had downtown at Nationwide weren't much better. Where it would skip your floor and it would go all the way to the oh, top, and then you constant constantly. <laughs> It's funny the things you can talk yourself into believing you can do, like you and the adrenaline opening the doors. I'm convinced if I'm on a plane and something happens, I could land it. Like you just talk yourself into believing you could do certain. Well, that things was the survey moments. that yeah. asking people, do you think if if it came down to it, you could take the the controls of a plane? Yeah, of course, people watched airplane Mo- too yeah, much. Most guys go, yeah, I could do that. <laughs> no, you couldn't. You well, they talk things. you down. There'd be somebody in your headset telling you yeah. exactly yeah. what to Autopilot. do. You hear those stories all the time. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't want to try. It, no, no, no. To be no. honest with you, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm yeah. good. I'm Have you good. ever flown on a Cessna, a small airplane, oh, yeah, 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 not yeah. a jet? No, 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 like a prop plane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Many times. I've done yeah, that. Puddle that's, hopper. That, that's kind Puddle of jumper. Yeah, it is. Yeah, but you got to be in a frame. I didn't have these issues until I was in my late twenties. Okay, so I've done it all before that. I yeah. had, I had no issues at all. Now, have I you been in a coasters before then? Before have you been in a helicopter? Points. No, I won't do helicopter. Yeah, helicopter. When I had Guillaume Beret and they had to transfer me from the hospital Ooh. in Dayton up to University of Michigan, yeah. it was in a medical helicopter. And my mom was with me and a respiratory therapist and the pilot, and that was it. Yeah, I'm not doing that. Yeah. I don't do horses either. At least in an airplane, you got a shot. Right. Yeah. right. Helicopter, that sucker goes down. <sighs> helicopter, you're done. Yeah, right. No way. Right. You hear too many bad stories. Yeah. Something catch. What a bird catches in there with a helicopter. Mm. Well, you can have that with a plane as well. Yeah, but you got a backup engine. You can fly a plane Wasn't one engine. Or well, then you're then you're Sully. Sully. Thank you. Yeah. That's what brought yeah. Sully down. Right. The goose in the safely. Yeah, yeah. but Sully the landed it safely. Yeah, he did. And when you get too far up, it doesn't matter because they're not up there with you. Right. So that doesn't matter. All you do, got to do is get up there. But if I was on a big elevator and it's it stalled out or I got stuck, yeah, I'd lay in a corner and take a nap. I mean, what are you gonna do, right? You're gonna freak out. Is what you're gonna do, dude. I was on one. I just don't w- want the cable to give way. Yeah. Well, that's, you don't have no problem there. <laughs> I was on yeah. one this weekend where we it wasn't open and we had to go up a floor and then down to make it activate. And then it opened. It was just too long for me. Yeah, yeah. But I had a pill in my pocket. When I'm in an elevator, I keep a pill in my pocket, man. But still, you got to wait for the pill. That goes pretty quick. And in my head, I think it's going to add, like. Yeah, a little placebo absolutely. effect. Yeah, yeah right. Because a pill's 30, 40 minutes, right? Uh, yeah, well, uh, 20 minutes. I think a roller coaster would be the worst, though. Stuck on a roller coaster because you have no information because you can't reach your phone. And you're open you're, air. Yeah. And, I don't know if that'd be better or worse. And you don't know this person with the scarf. You don't know if your scarf is. You don't know what's going on. Jeez. So you're probably up there a good hour before you realize and even what's the going rescue on. Rescue would be harrowing, right? Yeah, yeah, because there's nothing else around. Yeah. And now you're the person with the scarf, and everybody's angry at you. Oh, I'd be so pissed at that scarf person. Yeah, no at doubt. the scarf lady you're sitting there looking at everybody staring. Yeah, at you. that'd be the second scarf person I'd well, be pissed and forget off. Forget the fact it's open air. The height alone. If it was the COVID scarf lady bringing her scarf. Oh, the COVID scarf lady. Yeah, those are the two (laughs) scarf people, the lady on the roller coaster. Yeah, because I don't like height. Do you like height? Yeah, I don't. Doesn't I conquer that. Height height doesn't bother me a bit. I'm not a fan of height either. Unless you're too close to that cliff and you're looking down. Snakes, (laughs) height. 
tight spaces. Cotton panties. Cotton they panties. They all get cherry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Are we approaching or do we miss it the Nate Bergetzi show? Uh, it's the 11th. Okay, so, so 12. This week. It's the 12th. 12th. Both okay. days, yeah. He's got uh, yeah, back they to added back. Yeah, the show, right. They added a show the next day? Or... It's 11th and 12th, okay. Thursday, Friday. Good for him. And you got Chappelle on Thursday, Netflix? Thursday, Friday, yep. Nationwide Arena. Chappelle's wow. new show on Netflix. Did you like it? I did. I watched it last night. Like, what would you give it out of 10? Uh, I'd give it uh, 8.5 out of 10. Did he talk about the Middle East? No. Okay, because that – see, usually guys, what they do is they do a tour and they use their material uh, that they're going to use in a special, and then they tape the special. Like Jeff Dunham. I'll tell you straight up. I saw Jeff Dunham in Vegas, and he said, this is going to be the special in February on Comedy Central. He told us. And it sucked. So don't watch that special. But Not he, that particular show – but no. that's what he was rehearsing no, no. for. No. They taped no. that night. That he, was no. The show? He said this is verbatim. They already taped yes. it. He said, but this it's is already e- taped. Yes. yes. But he said right. this is everything from beginning right. to end. Right. No, we're not going off script unless okay. I talk to a audience yeah. member. But the, I, I thought maybe since Chappelle was doing the Middle East stuff in his jokes that it might be in the special. And I was like, Rich, you not. saw it too. So yeah, there was no there was, no Middle East no, stuff. No. Good, good, good. It was uh <laughs> well, you know what? Yeah. You got to see it. You got to see it. <laughs> he's he's he takes all a shot in. at another he's crowd. A treasure, not, man. Yeah, yeah, he not took a shot at another group. Another group. Another group. Yeah, he goes, yeah. yeah. No. You can't tell me? No. Well, I'm not going to watch it. But. You're not? Okay. No. Well, <laughs> Rich, do you want to say it? Think Stephen Hawking. Yes, thank you. Oh, really? Uh-huh. Oh, wow. So he said, "If you're sitting here waiting for for the trans jokes, no, we're going after this group of this people. group of people." Ah. <laughs> <laughs> and they always sit in the back because, well, they have to. <laughs> Which, since that list was given up, the Stephen Hawking TikToks on my feet are phenomenal. Yeah, the yeah. yeah, yeah, right. yeah they're pretty. A lot of that out there. Yeah. All right, well, let's do a little laughter here for your Monday morning laughter at 33 after, brought to you by the Columbus Funny Bone Comedy Club at Easton, of course, uh, columbus.funnybone.com for your reservations. Here is comedian Joey Molinaro. These guys were insane, man. They get their kids. These guys were insane, man. They get their kids. They're a group of, of, of 11-year-old kids together. And they would book a summer tournament in somewhere like Myrtle Beach. They'd get all of them down there. They'd huddle them up. They'd look them in the eye and say, we did not come here for a vacation. (laughs) You sure? (laughs) Our hotel is called Beach Bliss. (laughs) My mom has been drunk the entire time. (laughs) Get us all together and say, men... Because of course they would call us men. Because who doesn't call 11 year old boys men? We had to call them sir. Because these alcoholics who cheated on their wives deserved our respect. (laughs) 
let's class up the program let's here. Let's class it up a little. I'm with you, Tori. Yeah, Michigan tonight against Washington National Title Game. I think it starts at midnight, so you'll be up till 3 a.m. <laughs> trying to watch it. Uh, John U. Bacon is a class act, author, writer, commentator, and he joins us now. John, how are you? Hello, John. Good morning. Tori and Elliot, I'm doing shockingly well, but your leading confused me when you said you're going to class it up a little bit. And then you cut to me. Good luck with that. Well, have you heard you our show? You can do it. Yeah. We're confident. You can, we're, we're counting on you. Boy, hey, what? Keep the bar low, fellas. Keep the bar low. There be, we go. Being a uh, Michigan guy, we've had you yeah, numerous times in the past, but this season, this turbulent season, Harbaugh's been what? He's only on the sidelines for, he's missed what, six games total? Seven? That's right, six. Six. And now a four and a half point uh, favorite tonight. I think this Washington. Passing attack with Penix. This is going to be they're going to be tested tonight. No question. I make a pretty good argument that I mean Milrose obviously a serious quarterback at Alabama, but he's not Penix. Uh, furthermore, that offensive line at Washington, as you guys know, they won the Joe Moore Award this year for the best O line in the country. So what Michigan did to Milrose, five sacks in the first half, they might not be able to do this time around. And if Penix has got time. He's deadly. So this would be a hell of a challenge tonight for Michigan, no question. Yeah, that Penix uh, last game against Texas, and a Texas has one of the best defensive lines in college football. Uh, John, he was throwing balls like you can't throw that ball. It was like it's like he was making passes that guys just don't make. I mean, I don't know if he'll repeat it tonight, but I just thought against Texas, like, no, you can't throw that ball. And then he would throw it and complete it. I saw that repeatedly. I saw what you saw. On that one, also his faith in his receivers. He's got three star receivers, not one. Obviously, when you're playing uh, Ohio State, Marvin Harrison Jr. is the guy you got to cover with about five guys. I right. Um, this time, good luck with that. I mean, someone's getting manned probably in some way or other. And uh, he throws them on faith. Uh, he'll throw them to a guy who might be open in two seconds. And then the guy is, and he gets it. So that performance last week, as you say, is one of the best I've seen at the college level. Although if there is a defense that's up for it, it's this one. Yeah, you'd say that too. Um, I mean, right now they're first in scoring defense and first in a lot of defense right now. Uh, so they, if, if you're going to have a matchup, this is the one to have. Um, and obviously you got Mike Sainer still back there. Um, I got some other stars back there to see what happens. But, uh, but they, they still have got to get pressure on Penix. I don't think those guys can do it alone with three receivers out there and a great quarterback. They have to get pressure, which, as you said, Texas could not do past that line. John U. Bacon's with us. And by the way, if you don't know, he covers Michigan football. I want to point that out. And he's an author, a commentator, podcaster, writer. Uh, John, to me, this is the most Im- impressive thing about this team. And if anyone tells you college guys or athletes don't go on social media, they're lying to you. There's been, <laughs> right? They are. True. They are. <laughs> so these guys have been the target of the college football season. I mean, constantly, not just Ohio state, but national people. And they're taking digs and going at them. I am amazed how composed this team has been through this. One of the bigger scandals we've seen in college football in a while, but yet these guys and JJ McCarthy kind of goofed up and gave a little too much about, you know, Hey, these guys were cheating. So we cheated. But outside of that, the, I I'm just shocked how composed and they've kind of left it out of their world. I think that's true. You have to separate the two things. One, at the administrative level, Connor Stallions, of course, um, the uh, sign gate guy and so on. That's going to be handled by the NCAA. The big, Michigan's already handled it once, three games in September. Big Ten handled it three games in November. 
And now the NCAA has turned his neck. We have no idea what they're going to do, of course. But that's at the administrative level, basically. None of the players had any idea of any of that stuff, I don't think. But they're constantly asked about it, though. They're constantly asked about it. And they have, as you said, I mean, I recall in in Mark D'Antonio's great great run at Michigan State, 8 of 10 versus Michigan during that stretch. He was a genius at turning disrespect into fuel. In this case, Michigan's turning controversy into fuel. And it has unified this team. Think whatever you guys think about Michigan or the administration, et cetera, or Harbaugh, these players are genuinely good guys who have clearly bonded and they clearly love being around each other in the era of NIL and uh, transfer portals. I wasn't sure if that was still possible. And these guys are clearly playing for each other. Look, Alabama still has more talent, and Michigan pushed them around. That's a motivated team. Yeah, this is a team with only three five-star starters on it. Alabama had 15 five-star guys so it just goes well, which is sh- more right when you celebrate the uh the signings of five stars it well they're a team it's not they built yeah. a good team and 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 two john the coaching you look at that alabama game and offensively they were giving in that first half alabama looks that they weren't prepared for on from a coaching standpoint both offensively and defensively this is a really well coached team that schemes for teams and they get teams off balance and you have to give Jesse Minter credit there. Sharon Moore is getting a lot of attention, rightly so, as the offensive coordinator who yeah, he's, pro temp. He's gone. He's he's going to be gone, right? Uh, Sharon Moore, he'll probably either be the head coach or yeah, yeah, he'll, he'll be the head coach somewhere, Minter, or somewhere else. Minter, uh, Minter, Minter, Minter can go wherever he wants. Yeah, that's, that's what that's I'm my, saying. My impression there, but he has done. He gets lots of attention, but man, he has done a phenomenal job. Not only you know bringing the house and so on, taking a lot of chances on blitzes and whatnot, but the different looks. I recall uh, Ohio State, the same thing after the Ohio State game, but they were seeing looks they hadn't seen all year. And for a quarterback to spend two seconds looking around, that's death. You can't do that. Yep. So that has been a clearly a strength right now. If they have more tricks in their pocket or not, you're about to find out. Yeah, so if Minter and Harbaugh, let's say, go, we're graduating 20 uh, players will be in the draft, they say, right, for the league. I mean, it's it's all all the chips are in the center of the table. Next year, the Huskies, Washington's in the in our conference. It everything changes after this one game. Everything's in the center of the table, and I think it's kind of fitting that it's that way. Yeah, and it's kind of cool, yeah. from my point of view. And, and look, I I mean, it, it, we're at Ohio State. I'd say the same thing. Man, I'm so tired of seeing the SEC. They've been in every single college football playoff final, or uh, so. It's been crazy, of course, this run. It'd be, it's great to see someone else in there. Um, it's great for the Big Ten, of course. Now, of course, I guess you could say you have two Big Ten teams. Michigan plays uh, Washington next year in a regular season game and a Big Ten game that counts. That's how weird the whole thing is. In some ways, this is the last year of college football as we know it. Yes, Not correct. Not entirely true, but kind of true. Yeah, with Harbaugh, yeah. you got you got to read between the uh, the lines there because the contract is the contract offered and he hasn't taken it, or what's the story there? We've heard conflicting reports. Sure. Well, I can tell you the actual truth. How does that sound? Yeah, I like that. <laughs> All right, give it to us. Uh, the contract was offered once uh, in December and had way too many clauses in it. That's when Harbaugh uh, retains Don Yee, the NFL agent for Tom Brady and others. Um, they've reduced the number of clauses and so on. Apparently that's quite sick. Uh, now it's back to Harbaugh. It is unsigned, but, uh, he has got the contract or his agent does. And that'll all be muted out after, after tonight, pretty much. Okay. If you had to make a guess as to what NFL team is most likely to come after him, I would say the LA chargers 
top that list. Spanos is the owner there. He's always liked Harbaugh. And Harbaugh, of course, used to live in San Diego, not too far away. Um, so that's the most likely. But, man, right now, two months ago, I, I would have told you 95% Harbaugh is back. But Michigan dragged their feet on the contract. That's on them. That's not on Harbaugh. They, they had a year and a half to, to, to button them up, and they didn't do it. That's on Michigan. Does he, um, yeah. John, does he um, – and, and everybody's different – but is, does he take it personal, or does it tick him off at all that he kept taking pay cuts? Yes. Okay. I was just curious. Because it would, it would for anyone. Because I, I, people say, well, that doesn't matter. Well, to me, it matters. You just kept asking the right. guy year after year to take pay cuts. And John, John I right. kind of hope that he does go to the NFL. And I'm a Wolverine. Well, so do it, I. Through and through. And I, I hope he goes to the NFL. So do I, yes. Uh, a, I, I, have, guy, right? yeah. I have full confidence <laughs> in. Uh, Ryan Day. Whatever you do, keep Ryan Day. Yeah, I have full confidence in Sharon Moore. And I think. Uh, uh, Harbaugh kind of like uh, Trumpish in the sense that there's just so much noise that comes with him, and I think they're they don't need that at this point. Win it tonight, and then let's just draw a line, and we'll worry about the future. I mean, they're talking vacating wins. I don't know. I don't see that. Well, first of all, nobody wants to be in the position of having to predict what the NCAA will or will not do. <laughs> um, I watched them take 14 months on Stretchgate in the Rich Rodriguez year to determine 14 months determined that Michigan had stretched 15 minutes too much per week. So you have no idea what they're going to do. Yeah, I agree um, with you. And, and Tarkanian's great line is uh, Jerry Tarkanian, the old UNLV basketball yeah. coach. He said, they're so mad at me that Cleveland State is going to get it. Um, you have, I mean, who can predict that thing? But vacated wins, they're getting away from that model generally. And I can also say, too, actually, in Michigan's case, the last six or seven games when, they've, when Fangate got out before the Michigan State game for Michigan, uh, that has actually helped their cause, showing that, look, this is not that big a deal. You can make a case that the advantage was minimal. That's not how Michigan did it. Now, that can be argued, of course, both ways, but they've got some evidence now. I'm pretty sure they didn't beat Alabama due to signs. Yeah, so right. That, uh, that makes their case a little stronger, and it shouldn't matter, but this is the NCAA, so it will matter. They don't like punishing champions. Uh, UNC basketball. Uh, now, they did vacate uh, Louisville's national title. Big help to Michigan. But <laughs> thanks. <laughs> uh, but those are usually unsatisfying uh, solutions. I have no idea what they're going to do, but vacating wins seems less likely to me than punishments, fines, etc. John, I got two for you. But first one, let me throw B Devil at Devil's Advocate, right? NCAA desperately wants to hold on to power because they know at some point they're going to be out of the football game, pushed out some way, somehow. And you know there's a lot of teams. Remember the Big Ten at a meeting, all the ADs with the Big Ten, and only one AD wasn't there, Michigan. Could NCAA, and I don't know what they're going to do, I agree with you, but get so many pissed off ADs and teams that the NCAA goes, well, we don't want to piss everybody off just to appease this fan base, so we have to do something so we keep power. Yeah, the NCAA has proven to be, look, I'm one of those old dinosaurs 10 years ago saying, look, I get it. It's, you know, it's, it's hardly perfect. It's not great, but uh, you need the NCAA. Someone's got to run this thing. You need the IRS, et cetera. No one likes it, but there it is. Uh, man, I don't think that anymore. The NCAA I mean, I agree, yeah. Proven, proven, proven to be so feckless. I mean, you see pictures of guys with Lamborghinis who've not yet played it down. Yeah, and right. it's legal. I mean, okay, fine. Um, and we're debating a cheeseburger. But anyway. Yeah, I agree um, there. Yeah. Did you see Caleb? Did you guys see Caleb Williams' uh, pet house in, in Los Angeles? I did see that. It was nice to me. He had an off uh, season. 
Nothing, I, I not, not a word. I've not so much visited a hotel room that night in my life. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Unbelievable. You know what, though, John? And this is, the I think, and people in Ohio State uh, in, in town are going to hate me for this, but I think this is the best possible thing for the rivalry, right? Three in a row, Michigan's won. Now, you will find out, people will find out in the next week or so, Ryan Day's bringing an offensive coordinator. He told all the assistant coaches, go find another job because it's up to the offense, except for Brian Hartline. All the offensive, the coordinator will be in charge of who goes, who stays, so they'll try to find jobs. Uh, Judkins, the running back of Ole Miss, it looks like that's going to happen if it hasn't been announced. So what the, Will Howard's here, the Alabama center's here. What this has done is it's put Ryan Day on alert that I got to change the things I do because Michigan is above us. I think this is great for the rivalry. It is great for the rivalry, and you're right, you're going to get killed. (laughs) (laughs) But but I can say this, look, uh, a lot of Ohio State fans in the media and elsewhere, uh, they treat me very well in the horseshoe. In the parking lot there, I tack on half an hour just to chat with people because they've always been very nice and respectful with me. Uh, but uh, And for years, when Ohio State is 17-3, and three, and that is a run, I think, that is not going to be repeated ever. In this Agreed. I really believe that. Um, and they're beating, you know, Hall of Fame coaches, Lloyd Carr and J- Jim Harbaugh are, on, are part of that 17 not just Hogan, uh, Rich Rodriguez. Uh, so anyway, but they were saying to me during that stretch that, look, you know, Chris Spielman said it. Michigan's not upholding their end of the deal. You can't come into this game, you know, six and six or seven and five. You got you to gotta bring more than that. And they're right. Now, when that starts happening, of course, no one's happy about it, but it is right. necessary for the rivalry to have some balance to it. 17 and three, that was a rivalry because of a history, frankly, and the feeling, not because of the teams. Yeah, it's so, a catch-22 for Buckeye fans. You hate right, to they, lose, they, but also in order to, to maintain the rivalry, and it's bigger here still, John, than it is up there, I believe. Well, it is for two reasons. One is that Michigan has two Big Ten teams, so the state is divided, and frankly, the state is probably more Michigan State than Michigan because Michigan State people run the state, usually. The governors are always from the Michigan State. Not sure. Um, so Michigan has two Big Ten teams. Ohio has one. Ohio has three major league cities, of course, Columbus, Cleveland, and Cincinnati. Michigan has one. So everyone's behind the Tigers and the Pistons, and the Big Ten is split. You guys are the opposite. So it's far bigger, I think, at Ohio State. And to prove it, Ryan Day is like, what, a million and three? Uh, Yeah. And he's somehow on the hot seat. I know. Uh, Yeah, and he's making changes, mass changes. Yeah. That that would not happen at Michigan. Uh, For better or for worse, you can make your own judgment. But since World War II – uh, Ohio State has fired every single coach except for Urban Day. I'm sorry, Urban Day. Urban Meyer. Uh, and that includes a lot of guys who won national titles. So it is a pressure cooker unlike any other, I believe, in the Big Ten. And maybe nationally. Uh, Harbaugh went 0-5 before he beat Ohio State. That ain't going to fly in Columbus. No, yeah. you are hey, right. What do you think? Give us a quick prediction because, I, I, boy, I think uh, Michigan, I don't want to say it, but probably win. Uh, <laughs> sorry to hear that. Um, <laughs> it, I, I got a 34-24 Michigan because I think that uh, uh, if they can get at Penix, then he will not do what he's done against Texas and other teams. J.J. is healthy now. J.J. McCarthy, the quarterback. The biggest change from Alabama is they made so many mistakes on special teams that cost them, I don't know how many points, four directly. You can argue maybe 10 or 14 along the way. Uh, I see that getting mopped up pretty quickly. So I think Michigan will win 34-24. That said, don't forget William Goldman, Ohio's own, who wrote Princess Bride and Butch Cassidy and Sundance Kid and others. Nobody knows anything, and it's still true. 
<laughs> yep. John, we Good appreciate point. it, man. Thanks so much. Thanks, Johnny. Anytime, guys. Always a pleasure. So long. Your Kemba Financial Credit Union traffic accident blocking the right lane, 33 East. This is near 104, so careful entering from I-70 and James Road. EMS and crews currently on the scene. Don't shower in a puddle or ignore that slow drain. Get those partially clogged drains cleared out properly. For only $93 with Eco Plumbers, just ask for 93 or it's free at GetEco.com. News is brought to you by Borgata Pizza Cafe this year. Give them what they really want. A gift card to Borgata Pizza in Worthington, New York-style pizza. Homemade Italian specialties. That is Borgata Pizza, Dublin Granville Road in Worthington. Mask up, Johnny. That's what hospitals across the country telling folks. Flu and COVID cases on the rise, and health officials are now predicting infections will increase this month. Just last week, New York City initiated another mask mandate for public hospitals, along with some hospitals in L.A. and Massachusetts. Officials say vaccinations way down this year. People just aren't getting the jab. And that this new variant of uh, the coronavirus, it spreads more easily, but there is no evidence that it's more severe than past And what's the evidence that the shot works? Show me the numbers. You can't tell me, and this goes there, for it's anything. It's keeping more and more people out of the hospital. That's what they're saying. People who have yeah, the shots. Yeah, where are the numbers? Where's, yeah, the, nobody's where's get, the testing? But nobody's getting it. small amount. Yeah. By how much? What's the percentage? Give me numbers. Educate me. If you want me to put something in my body, educate me about it. If Don't I just go tell the, me, like, I'm going to believe the government. So if I go to CVS today, they will give me a... Yes, they will. Yes, they will. And you, a flu shot. Do you shot. pay for that? Or is you can it get free? both. It's yeah, you get insurance. a COVID and, a, and flu. Yeah. Get them both. Get the double jab. Yeah, why Come don't on, you Jerry, it, double Jerry. jab. Do it. Be no. a Travis Kelsey. <laughs> no. Do, do two. You got it. No problem. Take a picture and put it on yeah, social media. Yeah, put your little band the cute little Band-Aid. Show everyone the Band-Aid. Get your maize and blue Band-Aid, yes, Jerry. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Rub it in our faces, Jerry. <laughs> By the way, I saw this over the weekend. You know, we've talked a little bit about AI, which jobs they're going to take. Sure. Got an occupation they're going to take over. They say in 2024, AI will take over this occupation. And I don't know how they're going to do this it. this year? This Coming? year. Okay. It, it, it's going to make it. It's, it says, huge problem in this industry. And it gave a bunch of stuff. And I go, yeah, I could see that. Yeah, I could see that. Uh, how is that? So I got questions. Okay. How this is going to we'll happen. And everyone out there, every guy out there, don't go anywhere because you're going to want to know too. And maybe some of you girls after Van Halen. I love God. Where's that clip in the open? I love my family. I love the people of Columbus. How come that doesn't get in there? Absolutely not. I think I can sum up the show for you with one word. Penis. Got the Torg Torgerson. Cake by the ocean. It's not cake by the ocean, Jerry. You're an Elliot. Hello, Jerry. You do a little ass snorkel with that. Oh, no. Yeah. Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. This is the show. It's Torg and Elliot on QFM 96. All right, let's go. By the way. Let's go ass snorkeling. Question for you guys. We were okay. talking about this off the air. I want to hear a Christie's. Uh, we are talking about, we uh, both Rich and I read the same article this weekend about all the deaths after surgeries, like routine surgeries, cosmetic surgeries over a certain age, just infections. Would you get 
a surgery from a robot because I, I think I'd rather get surgery from a robot. Than a human? Yeah. Are, Not now. I mean, like, in five years. Are deaths up? Well, they just say complications. There's complications. Well, it's always been that, right? Yes. That's why I'm well, about the yeah. defense secretary, he was hospitalized after a routine. That's a big rumor there. Yeah. That there was a screw up. So would you rather have a hmm. programmed robot and someone's looking, watching, right? Or a real person? I think I'm going robot. There's always an element of human error, no matter what job you have, whether it be a pilot or a surgeon. I'm thinking robot. Not robot. Hmm. Just saying. You don't yeah. think there's as much error in that as there is human error? I No, I don't. Because they're programmed to be perfect. Humans are not perfect. Just my opinion. I don't know. Ask me six months from now when I have a heart attack who okay. I want operating on me. Are there decisions that need to be made by a human that a robot can't Well, they say there's no shaky hands the, or anything right, with Right. They can do the, the, See, that's the, the skill, s- the technical part of it. But what if there's a decision to be made the robot can't make that it it can only do what it's programmed to do yeah what if it's programmed to make a decision my daughter had surgery via via robot really yeah well the doctor was controlling it but it was robotic arms and everything else but yeah that's the surgery that my daughter had it was done by well yeah a robot Hmm. i am your doctor (laughs) eight five three five two Dash R two D two. Yeah, because I think the AI is going to be huge in the medical industry. Oh, yeah. Well, this is what the prediction in a good way for AI this coming year. Forty percent of business, forty percent of businesses will have layoffs, and your job will be replaced by AI. Doesn't say how many, but forty percent of businesses will use some type of AI, whether it's a right. personal assistant. Whether it's a writer, whatever your business is, job, 40% of, didn't say jobs, 40% of businesses will do layoffs and find AI to take your job. I got to think that marketing would take a huge hit from AI. I would think so as well. I would think uh, accounting. Yeah. yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Numbers based. The tax uh, preparation industry's got to be shaking in their boots. Yeah, but I want to go to a person who gives me a little hint. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, a robot wouldn't do that. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, you know, we could save you a little bit more money if you deduct this. Not that I would do that. Christy does, but not me. Well, people already do it online. What would the difference be? Uh, Difference is, is the advice. When you do it online, someone could give you advice like Christy said. Hey, you could deduct this. You wouldn't know that online. If you were using a I know that the the program goes through and, and looks at everything. And maybe f- might find some extra but money they don't for know you. What you bought or whatever. Right, right, right. Uh, misinformation, disinformation will be bigger than ever. Fake videos, fake news stories. Yeah. It's you been will, worse now. You will not know what to le- believe. Entertainment, AI-generated music, actors, influencers, fake influencers that you will follow that you will think are real that are fake. Wow. Now here, let me pay off on my tees. This is amazing to me. Maybe you guys can help me. The porn industry will change. AI-generated porn will take over. I don't know how you would do that. Would it just... Rich Rich is shaking his head. He knows. It's like the cartoons. People are big into that stuff, and they'll just make this into people. Like AI-generated people? Yeah. It would be just like a deep fake video that you preface this all with. Like when you see something in the news that's not... 
only it would be porn as like opposed to a politician. Got, when Biden's saying this or that or Jim yeah. Harbaugh, that's all fake. It would just be the porn version of So that. I could be in a porn? Like they could take my... Well, yeah, deep fake your face yeah. on someone's oh, finally, better body. I finally have <laughs> yeah. a large penis. That's great. And also they already uh, make those fake robot girlfriends. So then you make a fake robot Ken and they make God. a video. They say there's a lot of tells with the deep fakes. Make my penis you, 10 inches, please. If you know what you're looking at, then... You know, if you know the signs, you can you can spot it. That deep yeah. fake, but of, I think thought that will go away because they're only going to get better as time goes on. That deep fake of Tom Cruise, yes, that one is just. I mean, yeah, trying to look at the tells and that. How could you? I mean, wow. Yeah, but that's already they're already past that. Yeah, it, it's better so. even, than yeah. that. Well, you even that was great. Was yeah, but you could tell something was off with that. By the way, another thing. They say digital surveillance technology is going to be through the roof with AI, government, and police everywhere. Everywhere. It is everywhere now, but like everywhere. Right. Kind of like the Alexa. We've talked about the Alexa Siri yeah, thing. right, right. Times it by 10 because it'll be, we won't even know what's going on. Right. Could put, like, get a oven made and they can insert something in there, right? It's like in, uh, in China, the amount of cameras and then, right? Yeah. Is it Los Angeles that has cameras everywhere? I mean, everywhere. New York. Do you hear what's going on in New York now? Forgot to mention your newscast, Christy, when you had New York. Read this over the weekend. They have, they're exactly like San Francisco. When you go into a convenience store in New York now, every store, everything's under glass, right? And they say it's moving to Chicago. And now next, they say in the next five years, when you go in, like, so the story I read was this. In New York, if someone steals something, right? Right. You can only um, call the police if it's a repeat offender. So what happens is the New York cops will come and let's say he's ripping off a stereo, let's just say, or a TV. Right? Okay. And they catch him for the second time. They immediately let him out because there's what's it's and more and more cities are doing this where they don't book people or they book them and they let them immediate release. Right. Okay. They say this is coming to every major city, and they say within five years because the way cities are running themselves. That so take for instance Columbus, Ohio. Within the next five years, if you have a government or a, you know your mayor and the city council, they picture small, medium-sized cities will have everything on downtown under glass, and they will be immediately letting people out, like no bail criminals, and that will be the new United States in the next five, ten years. Where everybody you think San Francisco and New York's bad with everything under glass, that it'll hit everywhere eventually, all the major cities. Because everybody's that. stealing. I believe that, yeah. And, that we, and then all well, the criminals. Why don't they never... just uphold the laws that we already have? Because it's your mayor and your city council and your police chiefs. You think the police chief in Columbus is going to be strict on that? I don't mean the cops. Cops are great here. Well, the businesses are just going to leave. Well, there you That's go. what they're doing in San That's Francisco. Doing in San Francisco. Now my neighborhood, yeah. don't you think the people in the neighborhoods are yeah, going to speak up off. and say, we used to have a store and now we don't? But they keep voting the same way, though. So nothing's changing. They're just complaining. Nothing's changing. Yeah, yeah. But I, it's I, every city I anymore. Know. You're right. It was easy to point at San Francisco. It's LA. every city. I read an article. I think today California about and New York are, are worse than Illinois are worse. Yeah, but than, they say it's 
It's going to catch Chicago up. At Chicago now. It's going to catch up. And then You're right. It'll be city, Kansas City. Detroit, and it'll then be Kansas City. It's getting so bad, though. Baltimore, Oakland, Philly. Yeah, that it'll eventually go to all these cities, and it's starting now, and then it'll eventually seep into the Cincinnati's, the Cleveland's, the Columbus's, yeah. the Milwaukee's, the... You know, different cities like that in the next five to seven years. It'll be that's America now. You walk into a CVS, you want some aftershave lotion, you gotta go get an employee. They gotta get the key so they can unlock that's it. That's the only way to combat can people survive. walking in. Yeah, tech, what grabbing it and walking out. Target lost how much? Two billion dollars. Yeah. Oh yeah, last it was year? it was yeah. really bad. Yeah, right. these companies can't sustain these losses, and everything will be in glass. Every city. Then they'll go to the like mm. gas station route where you buy it first and put a code in and get it because employees are nowhere to be found. That's the next. That's oh, what I they say is the that. next thing. Yeah, there's certain places so where pay? gas station you pay like at a kiosk. It gives you your receipt. You punch in the code and you go get your Coca Cola out of the. Oh wow! Yeah, the, there, there's wow. no people in there at all. That yeah. was the robot bar I went to. In like Vegas. a big vending machine, yeah. a walk-in yep. vending machine. Wow. It's like the robot bar I went to in Vegas. It wasn't the one in Planet Hollywood. It was you walk up and there's a kiosk and you order your drink. Yep. And you could see the robot arms making your drink. Yep. And then you order your drink and then your number pops up, 28, and there's your drinks and you go get your drinks on the – and everything in this bar – and it's not a. It wasn't a big bar. It was right, just right, walking right. through the mall. Just, you order your drink at the kiosk. Kind of a gimmick. Yeah. And then it says 28 and they pour out your drink and, they, and then you grab your beer. Yeah. And they still ask for a tip. Absolutely. The robot, yeah, no, the robot wants they it. Do. What the they hell do. the robot's got to do with the tip? You have the tip on the bottom. You know, 10, 18, 22, 25. Hmm. Yeah, I sat there in amazement. I was just watching these people go. Yeah. And you, was it a good drink? Well, yeah. I didn't have it's it. A, I just watched. A shot over ice with a mixer beer? Is that, or a yeah. beer? Yeah. A perfect drink, I would guess. Right. I'll bet you Taffer made that. No overpouring. Yeah. He probably t- developed that. Yeah, John no kidding. Taffer ro- robot bar. Wow. It was pretty cool because I was walking by and I saw it. And it was all, everybody orders at a kiosk. And then you put it in. It'll say number 28. And then you go up and grab right. your stuff. So if AI takes over all these jobs, right? Yeah. What do the people that normally would have those jobs, they'll be in the millions. What do they do? I don't know. That's what is that why they're talking that universal income? Everybody in the everybody gets a certain amount guaranteed. I don't know. They're gonna pay you not to work. It's above my pay grade, Jerry. Yeah. I'm not in charge of that stuff. That's crazy. I'll be much older. Tin foil hat. Yeah. Let me pass it over. Okay. <laughs> Michael Evans next. Then we shout from your Sears Heating and Cooling Weather Center, providing the perfect temperature in your home. Locally owned, headquartered, and staffed for nearly 75 years, SearsHeatingAndCooling.com. Clouds today going to have a high 38, chance of rain overnight, possibly mixed with snow, a low 32. Rain and warmer for Tuesday, we're going to have a high of 50. It is uh, 27 right now. Police are searching for some suspects who stole a whole ATM machine and then managed to drag it to an apartment complex on the north side around 4.30 this morning. So the suspects, they yanked the ATM from the first merchant's bank. It was the drive through uh, right across from Graceland Shopping Center. So they dragged it about 500 feet to the complex. Now, police did not say if the suspects escaped with any money from the machine, but at least they got the machine How out of the How did they bank. know? They just followed the... 
It was only like 500 feet to the apartment complex from where the bank was. Stupid idiot. <laughs> <laughs> so they just left it there. They didn't break into it. But, yeah, they were just going to take the whole machine. You ever see those videos of the guys <laughs> who buy those ATMs in auctions and they try to take it apart? And, man, it is a pain in the ass. Oh, I'll bet. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a day's yeah, work. Yeah. Yep, yep. Kia, Kia is hoping to stop a rash of car thefts that have gone viral on TikTok over the last year, year and a half. You know how they plan to uh, to stop that with a window sticker. The car maker sending these stickers and ignition By cylinder. Making them drive it. Yeah. <laughs> how, do you stop that? how do you stop stealing them? Let them actually drive yeah, it. Yeah, to drive the Kia. Uh, ignition cylinder protectors to Kia owners who cars whose cars rather aren't eligible for the stop software updates that are supposed to stop the criminals from bypassing the ignition to start the car. So the company hopes that by informing thieves that this car has been updated with stickers. That's going to stop them from doing the Kia challenge of stealing it just using a USB cable. We'll see. A JetBlue flight bound from Fort Lauderdale to Boston had to make an unplanned stop in Orlando last night because because of a disturbance by a passenger who who claimed to be the devil. Passengers say this guy, he was making threats and punched a woman that he boarded with. He was put in a bathroom by flight attendants, but the man then began hitting the bathroom door to get to the woman that he came in with. So this passenger had to be taken into custody in Orlando, and the other passengers had to exit the plane and then wait for a new crew. Wow. And how many times have you thought to yourself, man, if only there were a way to have voice control over my bidet? Well, it is your lucky day. At the Consumer Electronics Show in Vegas, the Pure Wash Bidet Seat has made its debut. Go on. I know. Listen, listen, listen. You can connect it by voice through Alexa or Google Assistant and command it to adjust the seat temperature, spray your bunghole clean. Oh, Alexa, clean my bung. And activate (laughs) the air drying feature so you get a little blow down there. No, Jerry, I think the thing is Alexa is my ass clean. Oh, yeah. Ask if it's clean. But a, a dry or maybe some warm air down there yeah, to kind of dry it out, yeah. soothe your musty passage. Yeah, Depending on how far the voice picks up, you could have some fun playing tricks on people from the other room when they go in and sit on the toilet. Where did that come from? QFM 96 Kemba Financial Credit Union traffic for this morning. Accident still blocking the right lane of 33 East near 104. So careful from 70 and also James Road. Is your roof ready to fight the winter elements? RCS Columbus, the premier roofing and siding company in central Ohio with over 30 years of experience. You name it, we do it. RCSColumbus.com, Ohio owned, Ohio proud. All right, pull it together. All right, let's go here. Cut number one. Did you guys watch the gold? I know, Jerry, you watched the Golden Uh, Globes. You know, I did not, but the uh, the missus was all- You had a party, didn't you? All plugged in for that. Or was it you, Christy, that had the Golden Globes party? No, it was not me. No, okay. Well, Golden Globes last night, they had to find a host, Joe Coy. After like 10 10 days ago, he didn't have much time to uh, prepare, but he kind of bombed. The key moment in Barbie is when she goes from perfect beauty to bad breath, cellulite, and flat feet. Ah, or what casting directors call character actor. <laughs> some I wrote, some other people wrote. Robert De Niro's here! Yo, I got the gig 10 days ago. You want a perfect monologue? Yo, shut up. 
You got, you're kidding me, right? Slow down. I wrote some of these, and they're the ones you're laughing at. Look. Okay. Oh, nobody has any class anymore. No, well, how about don't. you just host it? Exactly. You don't even have to be that funny. Just be a charming host. Throw someone else under the bus. Their jokes suck. Mine are great. Joe Coy. See, Who's- I can at least be honest and say my jokes suck. Cherry's great. At hey, least Torgy, I'm honest about uh, it. Who's doing the Oscars? Kimmel. Oh, he is. I believe so. Okay. Ooh. Oof-da. How many Aaron Rodgers jokes is he going to do? I bet she does one. <laughs> uh, I bet well, she there's does no one. doubt. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, clip number two in your Monday Hot Five, guys. Uh, Trump, yeah, he was at it again. This guy. Here he is in Newton, Iowa yesterday, and he, well, he goes after Biden again. I could read that teleprompter all day long. Biden can't even read the teleprompter. The other day, Matt. He's given a, a thing. He's a news conference because he hasn't had one in about six years or something. Can't have it. You can't have a news. So he picks a. He goes, Bill from NBC. NBC. Oh, uh. So the guy asks him a very simple question, like about vanilla ice cream. But then they actually asked him a question about a border or something. So he goes. They ask him a question, Bill from NBC, they ask him a question. Um, The border is very strong. Uh, It's very normal. And things are going very well on the border. Oh, thank you very much for the news conference. Thank you. And then he walks into a wall. And then he walks. Well, you saw the video of Jilly, of his wife, taking his head. Yeah, Yeah, she came up right on stage when he was done. Yeah. Yeah. Jerry, you play the reporter and ask me about the border. I'll be by. All right. Uh, Mr. President, Mr. President, uh, the Republicans are filibustering to make sure we see some action on our border. What are you? Is is there anything on the docket coming up today or this week? Well, I, 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 I walked the border. Me and Chaijing, China, China, and we walked the border <laughs> two thousand miles. That's hey, man, that's not hyper. I'm not kidding here. We did the mile. We we walked the thing. And... Okay, thank you, Mr. President. Corn yeah, pop. whatever, whatever. Corn pop. <laughs> I was on the train. My mom said. No, you would get your facts. That's the train. It's the border. It's the border. <laughs> Walk the border. That's not bad. Walk the board. Not bad. And boy, does Trump pander to his to the, his crowd, doesn't he? Oh, wow. your Bidens are past he, your he W. He gives them what they want. Yeah, well, he's too. I can't believe it. I drink straight from the bottle when I think I, I have to go to the voting machine and look at those two names. Just pour it out right now. Just <laughs> like, right? I'm yeah. going to snap my finger, hire two people that pour like vodka and scotch right down my right. throat. And then another person with bleach is the chaser. Cut number three. Pat McAfee of ESPN in the news again. He comes up way too much. He really does. He really does. Well, Aaron Rodgers took a shot at Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel threatened to sue. Jimmy Kimmel contacted the heads of Disney. Then Pat McAfee had to apologize. And Pat McAfee the very next day throws a ESPN executive Norby Williamson under the bus at sabotage. We're very appreciative, and we understand that more people are watching this show than ever before. We're very thankful for the ESPN folks being very hospitable. Now, there are some people actively trying to sabotage us from within ESPN. More specifically, I believe Norby Williamson is the guy who is attempting to sabotage our program. 
Kind of ballsy to name him. It is ballsy. Kind of ballsy to name him like that. He's going to be out of a gig. What do you say? But that's, you get what By you when? hire, right? By when? Uh, I think sooner as opposed to later. The next month? Yeah, probably. Trying to find my cricket sound effect because I was going to do, we got to cut it. Can you AJ imagine Hawk. the corporate weenie that Norby Williamson, Williamson is? I looked Norby. him up. Looks like a Disney. Norby. Yeah, yeah, looks like a Norby. Norby. Right. He doesn't oh, get gosh. it. Uh, oh, I got the clip. clip. Here's uh, AJ Hawk responding. But he's nodding. No, I See, love AJ too, but yeah. You can't hear him nodding. <laughs> yeah, you either really get like nodding AJ. AJ or stern AJ. Those are the two AJs. Yes, right. Or he gets that and he furrows his brow. <laughs> what? Is, which was the Marx Brother talk that didn't Harpo, talk? I Harpo. Thought. Was it Harpo? Okay, it is very now. Harpo like. Harpo like. And yet he's fifty percent of the screen. Yeah, it would be if great. He's if he's gonna do that, yeah. just if he's gonna be, uh, you know, teller of Penn and Teller, put him down in a little corner. I gotta tell you, I'll take AJ any day over those sidekicks. Honest to God. What? Who those, else is on that? I don't know. Some guy with Philly John and some guy oh, with a yeah, mullet. Right, and right. all they do is every time McAfee says something, they go, oh, oh no, you didn't. Yeah, At yeah. least AJ has a set on him. Is McAfee going to be back on game day? Yes. No, not if he's off ESPN. Oh, that's true. Yeah. I would think he's not going to be. Because I think he uh, kind of rocked that set a bit as well. But if you're Fox, don't you hire him and I would go think. all in and put him on the Fox Immediately. show? Absolutely. Once that not competes up. All right, clip number four, guys. We're going to go all the way back to 1983 when Cinderella, the band, of course, was starting out in, Pencil- in uh, Philadelphia and they're playing club gigs while the owner of... Pat himself, Pat's Chili Dogs. It's a famous place in Philly, right? So he sees Cinderella. They're starting now, and he says, "Hey, would you do my TV commercial?" It looks like those old uh, cable TV, you know, those commercials from back Does then, it? the locally made uh, <laughs> ones. It's like Wayne's World. That is Pat's great. Dolls. I wonder here in Columbus there had to be, would that have been uh, the old man Reichert back then doing the bad local co- spots like that? When right? did Cinderella first hit, Christy? Well, that was about then, yeah, early Shortly 80s. Shortly thereafter. That was like a little older, 85? No? Yeah, that's when they saying. first hit, but yeah. Yeah, so they were a band, and then they are just a local company hired them. And yeah, yeah, there Pat's you go. Chili Dogs. Now yeah. I want a Pat's Chili Dog. Jerry, what would you? Maybe I'll be, go uh, to Junkyard Dogs and get the Detroiter. Junkyard Dog, good dog for you. Homemade, made fresh every morning, natural meat sauce. Junkyard Dog, don't be a fool. <laughs> Junkyard Dog, <laughs> you Junkyard eat dog. it now. Junkyard, Junkyard Dogs. Dog. Because we said so. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to put that on the back of a T-shirt. Because we said so. Well, cut number five, final week of the NFL season. And this was Bush League. Saints had the ball at the Falcons' one-yard line. Could have scored, but seconds remain. You take a knee. Yeah, they're in the victory formation. And Jameis Winston hands the ball off 
and they score a touchdown. How does that happen? Arthur Smith, really pissed off, head coach of the Falcons, and Dennis Allen, head coach of the Saints, had to apologize. And I'm going to start off by apologizing to Arthur Smith and the, and the Falcons. Um, that was not a play that we intended to run down there to finish out that game. That's not who we are. That's not how we operate. Uh, we should have taken a knee. So uh, I want to apologize to them because, um, look, we're all like it, it, it's we got a good rivalry um, and, it, and it's a heated rivalry. Um, but there's a way we go about doing our business, and I wasn't happy about that. Agree. Bush League. Because you're not allowed to touch. Yeah, I've never it's seen that before. Written rule. Written the rule. Uh, victory formation and then up, trick play. Yeah. That, I've never seen that happen. Yeah. Never. I never have either. Super weird. Somebody will get popped next year when they play each yeah. other. Yeah, yeah, that it's like the pitcher throwing at the yeah. hitter. They'll retaliate next year. You know, year. the uh, Atlanta-New Orleans, that is a big rivalry. Yeah, But Tampa Bay's in that as well. Tampa Bay-Atlanta, Tampa Bay-New Orleans, those three. Yeah, Mike Evans got in fights with Saints players for a while there, cornerbacks and stuff. Oh, my our Michael Evans. What? Yeah. Yeah. He, they yeah. didn't like the Aloha Friday they song. Didn't, they they hated popped it. him. They hated it. You know what they did? They hated I Got You, Babe, by Sonny got, and Cher. Yeah, they'd heard it they enough. Punched him right in the face. <laughs> Said, you did what? <laughs> huh? Take that. And that's your hot five. Your Kemba Financial Credit Union traffic still working this accident, blocking the right lane, 33 East near 104. So uh, caution entering from I-70 and also James Road. But crews are on the scene getting that cleaned up. No other problems? Moving up to speed, and it's all brought to you by the Original Mattress Factory. Their mission is simple. They hand-build high-quality mattresses in the local factory, and they sell those mattresses directly to their customers so they can eliminate the middleman. Go to OriginalMattress.com to see the OMF difference for yourself. News is brought to you by Borgata Pizza Cafe. This year, give them what they really want, a gift card to Borgata Pizza in Worthington. New York-style pizza, homemade Italian specialties, Borgata Pizza, Dublin Granville Road in Worthington. Jerry saw a movie over the weekend. He saw Oppenheimer, who, uh, of course, uh, kind of did very well at the Golden Globes last night. Uh, I watched Old Dads, (laughs) which was pretty bad. Uh, but if you manage to go to a theater this weekend, the top five movies, number one again, Wonka, raking in $14.4 million. Night Swim, the horror movie, $12 million. Aquaman came in third, Migration fourth, and fifth was Anybody But You. So Night Swim, the weekend's only new big release, failed to knock Wonka out of the first place at the box office. Now, all three of us... Is that uh, the Fuzzy Bear docuseries, Waka Wonka Wonka? I don't wonka, know. Wonka, no, 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 it's that's not. not. Okay. It's a no, sweetheart. Now, all three of us, uh, we have had the C procedure, the colonoscopy. Correct? Yes, all of us have. What's uh, yeah? And what do we say? Sometimes the couple. most the most difficult part of it is the 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 prep beforehand. That might not be the case anymore, I was especially. Say, I think they've turned the corner on that. It might even be worse because if you what? are to have a colonoscopy in Massachusetts. So doctors in Massachusetts, they're speaking out against what appears to be another case of insurance companies knowing what's better for you than they do. So Blue Cross Blue Shield of Massachusetts, they have reportedly started the process of restricting the use of anesthesia during the actual colonoscopy. Doctors say that this is going to just discourage people from going through what is already sometimes an unpleasant but important river Using the whole doc. Officials from the uh, the insurance company say anesthesia won't be paid for unless certain criteria are met, like 
chronic conditions or a documented fear of medical care in general. Torg, you might actually fall into that category. Oh, man. Because they don't knock you out completely. You're it's twilight. twilight. It's, it, yes, right. correct. Yes. Right. But still, they would do away with that completely. I was knocked out oh, completely. My. You were? Yeah, I woke up and they put me back to sleep. Well, yeah, for you. because I'm colonoscopy? Yeah. Because of his anxiety. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not because my ass was so large. They, oh. they needed like, We're going to be in there for a while. Yeah, we're going to. out. We're... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Guy, I woke up and the guy had a miner's cap on. Yeah, I don't know what the hell was going on. two by four holding yeah, his yeah, cheeks like, open. What's going on? People were taking selfies one with my ass. Toilets, I thought it was really weird. One of those toilet snakes with the crank on it. TV crew, we're broadcasting <laughs> live on C-SPAN. Super. <laughs> I guess, Find the keys, we'll drive out. <laughs> yeah, I guess with C-SPAN, I was on with the rest of the asses. So. And do you still have to drink the liquid? Because I think yeah. it's just a pill now. No, it was liquid. It was it? Yeah. yeah that's, that's oof. Yeah. Oh, because that's got the dye in it, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And you, you can't venture far. That's why you should, if you got to do it. You take a day off work because, yeah, you can't. Yeah, and they tell you that, oh, don't worry about it. Once you're done, there's none of the extra. <laughs> Not true. There was a lot of extra. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, Trump Look would, at it as, from their perspective. Yeah. Say, Trump would say. It's tremendously big and tremendously wet. Yes. Ooh, yes. Ooh, ooh, yeah. Like, don't worry. There's none of that. And I was like. You're wrong. <laughs> I just think it's great when they tell you, don't eat any leafy vegetables. And what is it, every uh, five years for men over 55? Should be, yeah. I don't yeah. know, because I had some extra things wrong, so I'm on, like, the watch list. Yeah, Like, I'm right. on the special list. Like, I had a bunch of polyps. Well, yes, That's a bad yeah. morning, yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. Wake up, it's still dark, it's cold. But last time I went was, like, February 2nd, a couple years ago, and you day off work and it's cold and you gotta uh, yeah but you get you to go out to eat over there afterwards they do it at like 7 a.m right 7 30 throughout the day mine was like at two in the afternoon it was yeah oh, i was bright and early because then you gotta wait all day without nothing to eat yeah Man. yeah that first meal afterwards oh i think yeah. i got everything on the menu at cracker barrel <laughs> Yeah, but then afterwards I walk out. It feels smoking. good when you're empty like yeah, that. You're oh, yeah. You're a cigarette, you know, feels like the first time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> Sal Rizzioni is Rock Report. <laughs> oh, we got Sal. After Pearl Jam. Uh, it's been a while and look forward to getting caught up what's going on in the rock scene. Sal Cirincioni, uh, Director of Rock Programming, Premier Radio Network. How hi, are Sal. You, Sal. Hello, Sal. Well, good morning, everyone, and a happy new year. I think I'm still allowed to say it. We're only eight days into it. You you can, especially on this show. Oh, good. What's going on in New York City? Everything good? Well, just a little bit of uh Did you get the snow? Weather. Yeah, we had some snow over the weekend out here in New Jersey. Not in the city they didn't get any, but uh, we got it. And then tomorrow we're supposed to get some torrential rains. I guess the whole East Coast is. So uh, that'll be interesting. <laughs> All right. Well, I see Rod Stewart's been on the road a little bit here, huh? Yeah, this is kind of interesting with Rod. Uh, you know, for many years, it's always been this long-held belief that he's rather tight with his money. Uh, some of his uh, former uh, musician associates have said as much. But uh, talking about a great way to start the new year. He recently left close to a $13,000 tip to the staff at the Glen Eagles Hotel in Scotland, along with some advice on how he thinks they should spend it. 
staying there with his wife and their two sons to ring in the new year, he suggested they use it to bet that Scotland will win the European football championship this summer. Of course, that's soccer. <laughs> he says, I've been lucky enough to stay in some of the top hotels in the world, and the service at Glen Eagles is second to none. The staff do a terrific job at a very hectic time of year and deserve every penny. It's Scottish hospitality at its best. I advise the boys and girls at the Glen Eagles to invest the money wisely, stick the lot on Scotland to win the Euros. <laughs> and uh, he added that uh, he rang in the new year there in dedication to his wonderful Scottish father, who, of course, is no longer with us. And, um, let, you know, and this is now a little bit of a streak for Stewart because last year he uh, paid a day's worth of MR- MRI health scans at his local National Health Service Hospital in England. Uh, he also sent $3,200 to a single Scottish mom of four after reading a note from her 10-year-old daughter in which she talked about the struggles that they endured due to cost of living. Uh, he's paid for a British fan who lost the ability to walk to undergo stem, stem cell treatment in America, rented a house in England for a family of seven who fled from the Ukraine. So he's just been on a charitable streak, which is wonderful. You know, look, you can't take it with you. And God knows that uh, if he's spending uh, millions on Ferraris, he can afford to help uh, a few of uh, us out here. So uh, Ferraris, you know, how, how the train sat alone. Yeah, the train set alone. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, now now we go from a really nice story to a bit of a sad one, actually, um, or one that's a head scratcher for certain. But then again, with humanity today, I guess not surprising. Getty Lee says Neil Peart's body wasn't even cold before drummers started reaching mm. out to him to see if he would be interested in their services. This came up during a recent appearance on Strombo's Lit. That's Apple's book club curated by Canadian media personality George Strombo Strombolopoulos. And you thought Serencioni was long. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Strombo told Getty how musicians reached out to him knowing that he's good friends with Rush. Oh, yeah, I heard from all kinds. That was a very weird moment. My little black book got filled up really quickly. People you thought were friends. People, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, whoa, that's just so inappropriate right now. <laughs> you know, dude, wait two months. Right. At least two months, uh, if ever. Yeah, it still happens, you know, now that the clickbait freaks are out there talking about Alex and I getting a new drummer and starting rushing in, you know. Ugh, that's kind of disgusting. It really is. Yeah. It, it really yeah. is. And yesterday did mark the fourth anniversary of Neil Peart's death from brain cancer. He was only 67 years old. Mm. And uh, to be, be perfectly clear, uh, Getty Lee and Alex Lyson have not said they are going back out as Rush. They do not have any plans. Although once Getty is done with his uh, promotion of his recent memoir, he hopes to talk to Alex to see if they can attempt to do anything together again musically, but nothing definitive. So let's not race out to the box okay. office just yet. All right. Uh, Ace Frilly. This is always, you got to love this kiss bickering. It's been going on for, you know, almost as long as we're all alive, it seems like. Well, Ace Frilly, of course, he's made it clear that he's tired of his former kiss bandmates, Paul Stanley and Gene Simmons specifically, 
continually trying to, quote, destroy his reputation. But he has no problem dishing it right back, which he has done once again when discussing his forthcoming album, 10,000 Volts. In an interview with Guitar World, he says the new album is going to make Paul and Gene look like imbeciles. Kiss hasn't put out a record since Monster in 2012, and here I am, 17 years sober, and it's my sixth record since leaving Kiss. I keep chugging along, and nobody can stop me. Creating amazing music is the best way to combat someone putting you down. That's how I shut them up. And uh, the new album, 10,000 Volts, will be out on February 4th. And Freely also has another album in the works, saying there will be a third covers collection, Origins Volume 3. Volume 1 came out in 2016 with Volume 2 in 2020, although there is no release date yet for Volume 3. And uh, speaking of new music. It better be good. Well, what we sampled in our Hot 5 was pretty good. Yeah, Yeah, we liked it. Yeah, Yeah. I like it. Yeah, not bad. Yeah, you know, he's consistent. He does what he does. And uh, nine out of ten times does take the high road, but occasionally does like to dish it back. Sure, sure. You know. But and he's right. He is. He's continues to create, whereas uh, Kiss did stop that quite a while ago. Uh, Mike uh, Pearl Jam is not done creating, though. Of course, when it comes to new music, Mike McCready, their guitarist, he says producer Andrew Watt helped the band change things up when recording their new album. In an interview with Classic Rock, he says when we were in the studio with him this past year, he really kicked our butts, got us focused, and playing song after song. It took a long time to make Gigaton. That was their last album, but this new one didn't take long. Andrew was like, you guys take forever to make records. Let's do this right now. McCready goes on to say that the new songs are a lot heavier than you'd expect. There's the melody and energy of the first couple of records. Andrew pushed us to play as hard and melodic and thoughtful as we've done in a long time. I feel like Matt Cameron's drumming has elements of what he did in Soundgarden. And McCready adds that for better or worse, you're going to hear a lot more lead guitar from me, stuff I haven't done in a long time. As I said, this will be their first album since Gigaton in 2020, but there is no title and no release date as of yet. And uh, it's funny what McCready is saying there is pretty much what Mick Jagger said about Andrew Watt, who produced the new Stones album, Hackney Diamonds, that he really pushed them as well. So perhaps there is some magic in Andrew Watt. They just need a little kick think, in the butt. I think what he meant is push them when they were in their walker and wheelchair, Sal, because <laughs> of the age. Yeah. Literally push them yes, down them. the hall yes. to the cafeteria. Yes, yes. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Could be up the ramp to the men's room. <laughs> yeah, you're right. And uh, I'll leave you with uh, two quick items. Uh, to commemorate what it would have been David Bowie's 77th birthday today, there is a new road in Paris that has been Named after him, Rue David Bowie. Rue means street in French. Uh, Bowie, of course, died from liver cancer on January 10th in 2016. He was 69. And Elton John's 1972 song, Rocket Man, has surpassed a billion, that's billion with a B as in boy, billion streams, or I guess you could say B as in billion, streams on Spotify. He says, thank you to all of you who keep listening and streaming. It brings me so much joy that this song continues to mean so much to you after all these years. This is his second song to reach that plateau. Interestingly enough, it's not one of the, you know, catalog songs of his that you would expect to reach that milestone. It was Cold Heart 
is Duet Whoa. with Dua Lipa that joined the Billions Club in 2022. 20, so she's an attractive gal. Bit, yeah. Yeah. This is true. No interest to him, of course. But yeah. you know, not that there's anything wrong with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you have it. So that's uh, that's we, the first report of the year. Nice. We missed you, Sal. Nice, we missed you. Sal. My pleasure. And I look forward to uh, chatting again in two weeks. All, All right. right. Thanks, Sal. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. Hey, Jerry. Uh, yeah. Did we have a segment? Trying to think. Maybe like I don't know. We've been doing this all, coming up on eleven years. Yeah, right, right. Did we like nine, eight, ten years ago have a segment like the final segment of the show, like things we didn't get to or something like that? I don't even remember if we did or we talked about it. Because there are two things we didn't get to. Uh, okay. Maybe maybe we do a segment like that, right. like stuff we didn't get to that we forgot. We just got so no, busy. For, yeah, we didn't forget. We just too busy. Like, if we're talking panties, panties has preference That That over... takes priority over anything else. Yes. yes of course. Yeah, we right? called a couple audibles this morning. Uh, we had this Friday at the end of the show, David Soul passed away. Right. 80. What was his You and Me Baby, or what was that song? God, what was Don't his name? Don't give up on us, baby. Star of Salem's Lot. That was a great... I tell you what, because I was a huge Stephen King fan, and when that came out, that was creepy that as was hell. a good book. Yep. And they've redone Salem's Lot since then, Yeah, right? they have, and it's, I'm sorry, it just doesn't have the charm. You know what Salem's Lot was, Christy? The remake was the Ad- Adrian Brody Flix mini-series. Remember yes, that? Yes! Uh, I watched it, that and that was, was about the vampire. And yes. it was good. It was pretty good. Uh, I'll tell you, that really was good. one of uh, Stephen King's best books. Yes. Salem's agree. Lot, yeah. Agree. And, of course, Starsky and Hutch. There you go. And a big one, Jerry. You're going to remember this yeah, one. Yeah, no, I saw it this morning. Lacey Underall. Cindy Morgan passed away. Oh, all-time brass. Absolutely. <laughs> all-time, like Hall of Fame. Yeah. Uh, Rich, remember this when we get Mr. Skin on. Boy, how old was Cindy she? Morgan. 69? 69. All-time brass. What was her? Lacey? Oh, yeah. Underall, well, okay. yeah. 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 So, Caddyshack, well, yeah, the hell, that was Breast. 45 years ago. Yeah, yeah but still. That's... So, she would have been 20, 65. Yeah, 69. Yeah, that's about right. Yeah. Boy. Young breasts. Yeah, because yeah. she's perennial. Uh, Hall of Fame, I think. She's in, a, that, yeah. in that, you know what I mean? You, she's forever... You picture that movie, that Caddyshack yeah. in that tennis outfit. Yeah. Oh. So right away, if you were just to go right off the top of your head, like Boob Hall of Fame, like best scenes ever, you go the uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High, right? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Probably. Phoebe Cates. Right? Yeah. Even though it wasn't Nakey, I still have to put in Bo Derek and 10 running on the beach. Well, because right? they, they bounced. They count, right? Uh, Lacey Underall. Uh, Farrah, Charlie's Angels. She never had a bra on. I know, but what Never scene? No, I'm talking just specific like scenes. Like, okay. do you remember well, a scene where it's yeah. her poster like, on the red bathing suit? That's a poster, though. Yeah, like a scene. Whoop! There it is, and you're like, wow, what a scene! Well, you'd right. have to go back and look at some Charlie's Angels things to see if she was showing any side boob and or anything. She had some jiggle. Yeah. yeah, I mean, phenomenal. Oh, she's in the Hall of Fame. I just mean but scenes yeah, that made Morgan, you go. Cindy Morgan. Cindy Morgan. Yeah. Yeah. You know who had a nice uh, set on her was the mom from A Christmas Story in Slapshot. Oh, Hanrahan's wife. Yeah. Yeah, that's the goalie. Hanrahan, your wife's uh... shot. Yeah. I don't know that actress's name. I like her. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, kind of like uh, banana boobs, too. Uh-huh. Kind of yeah, like, you yeah. know. Yeah, kind of like yeah. those, uh, right. Yeah. Nothing wrong with uh, that. I know, dude. Nothing I know. Yeah. You're talking about Melinda Dillon? Yeah. There you go. 
She was in a lot of stuff. Yeah, she was. Yeah, she and were. she passed. Ooh, did she pass last year? I thought she's still alive. No, she passed. Oh. That's why they had to have a new mom for the, the Christmas Story 2. Yeah. Uh, by the way, yeah. here's a big one, nude scene. American Pie, Shannon Elizabeth, mm. where they're on the cam, the kids. She's that. undressing in Jim's room. And she's looking at his dirty magazines. Nadia. Oh, Nadia. That's an all-time classic, baby. Nadia. Yes, yes. Oh, my goodness. We have to do this with our new text feature that's coming out. I bet you we get tons of just scenes. Scenes you remember. Yeah. I bet you there's good 70s stuff, too. Oh, I'm sure. You you think bad. Bo Derek in 10. Name a more beautiful woman. Yeah. I'm not going to try. Yeah. Bo Derek, Farah, well, and no filters, no added value there. That's just Correct. woman. Yes, not spending ten hours in the makeup chair, right? Just go get wet, get Bo those, Derek. get the breast wet and jaw. Had that uh, was was that baby bathing suit uh, like a faded yellow? Yeah, and it was and a she one. had the tan with the yeah. braided hair. It was a oh, one, one. Come yes. on, mm. Yeah, that's a Monday hofty. Yeah, we're just uh, we're just boys. We yeah, are. just boys Excuse being us. boys. Just teenagers. Excuse us. Excuse us. <laughs> All right, Christy. Uh, what do we got tomorrow? We got tomorrow. Matt we have uh, things to put in your butt. All right. <laughs> that's yeah, where yeah, I thought yeah. you were going with uh, what we forgot uh, today. Yeah, no. That's what I saw earlier was that list, and then I, we never got to it. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Matt Frazier, yeah. The <laughs> Psychic. Things to put in your butt, Dad. Yeah, you know what? That's a that's a tune-in moment. Well, oh. I talked about it Friday, and I said we do it Monday, so I think I owe the listeners something because that was a weird list. It was. That was a really weird list. Was it things to put in your butt or things that have been found? In- no. What do you mean things to put in your butt? That's nothing. That's the answer to that question. Yeah. It's yeah what are you talking about, Christy? Things to put in your butt. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> things that have been have been placed. It was the emergency room yes. list. Yeah, okay, of yeah, yeah. That yeah. Had been removed. Yeah, I'm telling you. Right. Yeah. Got to be you pretty lonely. I almost like in my day, like almost I had one time, and I oh no, I almost made people sign a waiver. Like if I dated you, sign this waiver. Look over here. You, yeah, do you, this. You, you, don't go there. Yeah. Don't. That was number one. That on is a whole waiver, region that is off limits. Yeah, is that you what you're saying? Yeah. yeah. Don't even. Don't even tease. Don't, don't even, even think about it. Yes. Don't even think about it. Yeah. I'll know when you're thinking about it, and that's totally no. Yeah. It's like when you shower before sex, though, you still get after it because it's in proximity. <laughs> you know, like it's in the region. Might not be on that street, but it's the next street over. Yeah, but guess you, what? You, you got to clean up. Don't your, turn uh, right. Your street. No. Go straight you know, ahead on straight that street. Ahead, don't yes. turn. Don't even look. Just no detours. No detours allowed. Stay up top. We yeah. don't need to go below the deck. <laughs> no, exactly. We're staying up top. All right, we're gonna get in trouble if we keep going. Christy, <laughs> moving along. Go? Moving along. On, you know what? This time of year, where it's dark, gloomy, and cold, always looking forward to the Cincinnati Boat Sport and Travel Show, the 66th annual that is happening. The weekend of January 19th through the 21st and 24th through the 29th, Duke Energy Con- uh, Convention Center. I will have your four pack of tickets all week long. Iconic Nooners, a love of a Stones tune about one of the elements is actually what led to the writing of this song. And 96 minutes, nonstop iconic rock on the way.